Nice going, Joe. Great book, baby. You demand. Oh, they didn't tell him? Nice going, Joe. We are Sports Radio 560, WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. From the makers of CSI comes a show about tackling the nastiest criminals on the planet. Wacky morning show DJs. It's FCCSI. Okay, people, we got a shock jock making scatological comments about the female anatomy. Let's roll. See the Guardians of Decency take down the purveyors of filth on FCCSI. So, if you got big chuggies, don't complain what strange men want to boink you. <laughs> you guys get that? Uh, yep, that's three boinks, two juggies, a big dangler, and a Lewinsky. Sir, we've got a case. Let's move. Okay, I'll take caller 14 for tickets to... Freeze! FCCSI! What, what, what? Me? What did I do? You're under arrest for indecency on the airwaves. Oh, come on, man. Dude, I'll tell you what. If you let me go, I'll give you a morning zoo t-shirt, huh? What do you say? I don't want your t-shirt, scum. I want your ass in jail. Uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, can you say ass? Sure I can. I'm not on the radio. I'm on TV. <laughs> FCCSI. Only on CBS. When we're not exposing Janet Jackson's breasts on the Super Bowl, we're exposing some really serious crimes. Oh, right. It's a 1001 at 560 WQAM. It's a Monday. It's May 10th. George did a fabulous job last week, I'm sure. Nah. Yes, he did. Why would you say that? I don't know. I just I just have that feeling. I can tell. I have that sixth sense. Sick? Sixth sense, yeah. Like Gary Cerner might be in the building. Gary Cerner, I sure hope your plane don't crash on the way back to Miami from New York, okay? That would be a really bad thing, wouldn't it? To bring Gary Cerner back in little teeny tiny scratched up pieces in a box, in a bag, in a sack. Anyway, what? Good vacation, huh? I had a great vacation. It's just that I hate Gary Cerner. He's a um, he's a slime hole. See, I haven't or forgotten the words the that list. we can still say. There, right. No, we can, there's a few words we can still say. Good, man. Not too many. Anyway, got a couple of celebrity deaths. Everybody knows already Alan King died. Unless you're under the age of 100, you probably don't know who Alan King is, right? Who? Right. Oh, come on. I know who Alan King is. He what? was on the Ed Solomon Show 93 times, beginning oh, way yeah. back in the 50s. Ed who? He, he was uh, 76, died yesterday. Uh, Alan King, uh, lung cancer. Smoked up a storm. He smoked, man. He was not just a chain smoker. He was smoking chains. He was like a wild man. And he's dead. 76. Lung cancer. And, oh, look at that. I got Greg Reed's memo stuck in between the two celebrity deaths. You think there's an omen there? <laughs> wow. I'm going to say it again, okay, since I'm going to let it all hang out today. I really am. Good thing it's radio. I have never, ever seen... A man makes so many mistakes and continually come out smelling like a rose like Gregory. This man, he is just, uh... Oh, we're fine. Fitted. Yeah. He's, he's just, uh, an accident waiting to happen. And in spite of him, WQAM continues, uh, with the big numbers. And Joe Rose was a big part of that, too, I should point out. Yes, now, did you go over the hour by hour with a shower of power? I beg your pardon? With a golden, uh, hour shower? No, seriously, did you uh, mention those, what Joe did? I went and uh, showed it to Joe in the numbers, too. I'm talking about on the air. Forget oh, about no, no. I don't briefly, want to know what you showed briefly, to Joe. I said we were number two uh, with an 8 and uh, there you are. Right. But no, Although I didn't, Rush I, kicked I, our ass from noon to two, I'm proud to tell you that. We were we were third yeah. from noon to two. Ten to one, or ten to noon, we kicked serious ass with a 9.3 share in men, ten to noon. But noon to uh, two, between WCMQFM, F-A-M-A, and Rush... 
because we have to get over to Rush to hear about how the babes are just, they're letting off a little steam over there in Iraq. The babes are doing all of this stuff, and it's just a little bit of fun they're having. They're letting off some steam, yeah. you know. That's the kind of crap that a lot of you people want to hear, okay? So that's where you can always find it. On that god-awful W.I.O.D., that Glenn Dreck show, man, that thing didn't do too good, did it? I didn't know. Uh, like a three-share, a three-two, I think. But anyway, Joe Rose had a 5.3 in the 8 o'clock hour and in the 9 o'clock hour. Respectable. No, no, I wouldn't say respectable. I would say outstanding. Nice going, Joe. It would be nice if they paid you now and actually signed that contract. <laughs> no, seriously, Greg Reed just continues doing everything in his power to demolish WQM and continues... No matter how much excrement he drags us all into, continues coming out smelling like lilacs. I, I don't know what it is. I think he was born with a gigantic four-leaf clover and 16 horseshoes inside his Rectum. ass, is what I think. What if you ask me? Walk. Huh? Is that how you doing? Yeah, that's why he walks that way. I don't know about Freaky Carlos. I think he walks that way for a different reason. But anyway, mother of the Osmond family dies on Mother's Day. That's That's terrible, isn't it? Huh? Yeah, okay, sure, yeah. She died? Tragic. Salt Lake City, Utah. Olive Osmond, mother of Donnie and Marie Osmond, and all those other members of the performing family, died yesterday. A family spokesman said she was 79. She died of complications from a massive stroke. Oh, and by the way, how about Jeb Bush and uh, what's your name there? They can't, uh, this court said, can't keep those tubes going. Terry Schiavo. Poor Terry Schiavo, Terry's Law. <laughs> And the Jeb says, if necessary, he'll take it all the way to the Supreme Court. That is, after he makes sure that Disney won't make that Michael Moore movie, even though somebody else is going to make it. Well, it's made. No, I mean, they're going to release it. Distributed, yeah. I know that. In fact, it's going to win the uh, thing at the Cannes Film Festival again. It's in a can, is what you're trying to say. And from what I'm hearing about Jeb, well, back in the day, I might say something about that, but I better not say it right now. <laughs> anyway, she died of complications from a massive stroke she suffered more than two years ago. Family members were at her side. On Mother's Day. Now, that's just not, not the time to die. She died? She was born in Idaho, 1925, married George Osmond in 1944. Wait till you hear these numbers, man. They were busy. Oh, I know. The couple had nine children, 55 grandchildren, and 22 great-grandchildren. How do you like that? Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> oh. And now Olive Osmond is dead. Never, never heard of her before. She must have stayed way in the background. Huh? Heard of olive oil. Right, and Popeye, but never heard of no Olive Osmond before, but she's dead, and so is Alan King. Rest in peace. He was, he was, uh, you know, he was all right. Yeah, I can't say I actually ever saw he him. He was schmaltzy, you know, he was one of those Jewish comedians that right. we probably should have spent a lot more time in the Catskills, you know. A Jewish comedian? On the borscht belt, yeah. Well, that would fit into your pool, one of the pools you took. Uh, oh, and let me ask you, which one do you like better, the road map or the uh, quartet? <laughs> All this crap is going on. All of this insanity, this madness is going on. People are dying. Children are dying. And we got the world the world by cliche is mm -hmm. the way things are going right, right now. We got the roadmap to peace, and we got the quartet. <laughs> the quartet had another meeting today. Is that the Sammy Davis quartet or quintet? I forget. The barbershop quartet. I see. You ought to be singing a different tune if you ask me, but that's beside the point. Yeah, the winter ratings are in, and according to this memo by Greg Reed announcing the ratings party, too bad I can't be there because it's going to be this Thursday, May 13. Am I coming for that? No. No. A buffet dinner and beverages will be served. The party will be held at in the Pembroke Pines. I can't say where because then some pain in the ass listeners will show up right. like they were invited. Staff only, which I assume when he puts that on there, that means that no wives, no kids, no mothers-in-law. Right. right? Jerry Sarner right. can't bring his mother-in-law. 
Gary Sarner, I hope, I don't hope you're playing crashes because there are probably a lot of nice people. I just hope you fall out. What? Yeah, I hope he just falls right out. All the other people on the plane are safe, but I just hope his ass falls right out. And the rest of them, too. You're an idiot. He's the only person in our building could make Todd Dreck look like a human being. That's the kind of schmuck Gary Cerner is. Anyway, looking forward to seeing you all there, says Greg, with that squiggle in his hand. Right, We kicked ass, boy. We're great. We're great. We're doing it. We're doing it. It just, it's just astonishing to me that a man who does everything in his power to destroy everything that we attempt to do, who's just the biggest impediment to our success, continues coming out smelling like like daffodils in springtime, like roses, like the lilacs in Rochester. You ever smell the lilacs? Sure. Purple and white. Love Have you really? Where'd you smell those? Montana had several trees. Montana had lilacs? Oh, yeah. Well, thick, I'll be damned. Stick with them. Huh. Huckleberries, too. Here's your poll from Friday. And another nice list. I checked your polls online all week. Uh, you know, all week I was away. Yep. And I noticed a lot of good uh, judgment there. A lot of building polls. Right. Poll building is exciting. They call. That, that's the only <laughs> thing gets them to call. You don't see anybody calling right now, do you? Now that I'm back from a week in uh, Copenhagen and Rome and Amsterdam and places where they give you the real news and where they don't sugarcoat it like on CNN, the certainly not news network. I'm going to tell you seriously that the difference is like night and day. Reading the British papers. Watching the news on BBC, uh, CNN International, not Sky News because that's a Rupert Murdoch piece of right-wing crap, so it's like watching Fox News Light, watching Sky News. That's garbage. And what is it with the Brits and all that silly sports, man, with that cricket? Uh, it was a, a test, a record for a test cricket. Uh, uh, <laughs> what, what are they talking about? I think they ought to test their sanity, them Brits. And there was plenty of them in Amsterdam again, too many. One is too many. All them silly twits. They all look like the beast. They got those bowling ball heads, the Brits. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> bowling ball heads. Big porky guys with bowling ball heads. Drunk as a skunk. <laughs> acting like a bunch of silly twits. And we know that the Queen's, uh, well, what is it? Uh, who are the uh, British soldiers that did uh, a lot of the abuse in Basra? It was the Queen's Battalion or something yeah, like that. So, oh, it couldn't possibly battalion. have been that. <laughs> And based on their behavior over there, I think a bunch of queens is absolutely what we're talking about. Just like you've always said, and I certainly wholeheartedly agree, all of these things always involve all of this faggery. Faggery is what we're talking about, Rush. Lots and lots of faggery. What? It's true. That's uh, fraternities, military, right. man. Sports. You get you get a hold of sports, somebody's sports, 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 make sure they take a lot of naked showers together. Initiations, baby. Anything. Right, that's right. Them Strip naked. them naked and then uh, have your way with them. Right, have them do stuff. Rape, murder, golden showers, you name it. Whatever you can come up with. Stuff that we can't see on air anymore like, like that. Rape is funny. Right. Oh, by the way, uh, his he is the missing link, the weakest link, the mole man. You can't complain about his numbers in this last book because basically he didn't have any. Remember how he was out sick the day after the numbers came out like a week ago Friday? Right, yeah. He was in mourning. That's what Gus <laughs> said. He was in mourning for his own bad numbers. Man, that was pretty lame, Mo. I know you stink. You're really bad. But the numbers you came up with, when the rest of the station had a gigantic book from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., everybody kicked ass. The Mad Dog, the Humper, yours truly, the Joe Rose, the Blockhead, everybody. The Mo Man and the old <coughs> Dumper. Nothing worse than a sorry old man just in his hairpiece spending all that time in the Dumper. Anyway, we'll have to do the break. And then get to your poll. We got Cynthia Rothrock today. Yes. Depleted uranium. Just those are two words to keep in mind, okay? 
Nobody cares. I'm going to tell you one of the books. I know. I'm not going to read any of it because they don't care. Spinning on the Axis of Evil. It's a paperback, so it's not that expensive. Written by Scott Taylor, best-selling author, award-winning journalist who spent tons and tons of time in Iraq. It is. Uh, it's it, when you finish reading this book. This is the one you need to read. Forget about uh, John Dean and about Bob Woodward. This is the book you want to read. Spinning on the Axis of Evil. You got it? No, not on me. By Scott Taylor. Well, you should have it. I'll bring it. It is just going to make you want to pee your pants. It's going to make you so freaking angry. And that line about after half a million Iraqi kids died because of our sanctions and because of the depleted uranium that we've dropped all over the country, not to mention the birth defects of the children of our own military since the Gulf War. Half yeah, a million yeah. Iraqi kids died. And I asked Madeleine Albright on 60 Minutes in 1995. Um, I want to get the exact quote. I read it to you, but I want to get the exact quote. It's this time he Get out of here. See, that CNN's even trying to muscle in on my show. If they asked whether the U.S. policy toward Iraq, meaning the sanctions, the U.N. sanctions, could possibly justify the death of 500,000 children, then Secretary of Madeleine Albright didn't hesitate. She said, yes, the price is worth it. Well, there and that go. was nine years ago. You can imagine how many more dead uh, people we got now. But at any rate... Nah, who cares? 10, we don't. 1013 at 560 WQAM. Voom is the only entertainment system designed for a high-definition TV. Voom has got over 35 channels of great HD programming, three times more than anybody else. Voom has exclusive HD channels of movies, sports, music, and news not available on cable or satellite, maybe like real news. Voom has got your favorite cable networks like MTV, ESPN, and CNN, proving nothing's perfect. Voom has got your favorite local channels, too, in both high definition and standard definition. Voom has got over 100 channels of great entertainment waiting for you, and they deliver the best picture on earth like you've never seen in your life. If you want details, call them toll-free. 1-866-848-8666 or visit voom.com, V-O-O-M, for a limited time offer. They offer you free installation, no upfront cost, no long-term commitment. Better get vooming because this offer ends May 31st. Call toll-free for all the details. Call 1-866-848-8666 or check them out online at voom.com. We're Sports Radio 560, QAM. Neil Rogers got. On the next episode of The Shield, Gildy Goldstein stars as Vic Mackey. I got nothing to say to you, Madam. You're a bad man. A very bad man. I'm gonna bring your face on the stove here. Tension mounts when Gildy faces off with Captain Moe. Pictures I saw of you doing the, the guiding. Yeah, that's right. And I want to keep it under wraps, see? Okay. I don't want nobody knowing what went on there. Could mean my career. Your sacred is safe with me. Good. I got it. Hey, everybody. Captain Mo put the Mo in homo. Oh. <laughs> 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 Ten eighteen at five sixty. It sounds like uh, they brought some of the good shrooms in on the plane with me. <laughs> sounds like they're spreading them around. And speaking of the plane, uh, before Gary Sarner makes his next business trip, tell him I got something special I have a gift for him, but I'd like to place it in the suitcase personal. At any rate, what's your favorite oxymoron? Is what George asked. Now, what was the one you said that they be the euphemisms? Yeah, yeah. And I added on the the uh, quartet, oh, and it got only one vote, which I was pretty disappointed. Nobody understood what that was except me, and I had already voted. What do you mean nobody understood what that was? Oh, you got to watch news and be up to date on Middle East and all that to understand that. You do? 
Yeah, you do. I see. Are you trying to say that the audience is dumb, that Americans are dumb? Is that what you're trying to say? Stupid? Yeah. Stupid? Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? Well, yeah. guess what? Absolutely correct, sir. At any rate. By the way, would somebody ring the alarm in John Kerry's room and wake him up? He's been in a deep coma for a long time. He makes Terry Schiavo seem like a live wire. Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't have said live wire with all the pictures they're showing around these days. That's not a good, uh, you know. What's your favorite oxymoron? That was George's poll on Friday. And if I read all of these, we could get up to 155 before you know it. I know some of these don't qualify, but, uh, you know. Compassionate conservative, 325. President Bush, 277. Military intelligence, 110. How about presidential intelligence? Coach Wonstadt, 92. That's sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, rap music, 88. Palmetto Expressway, 79. Hylia Garden, 77. I don't under, I don't get that. It's not a garden. Is that kind of like paradise? Right. Happily Married, 68. Good Christian, 55. Jumbo Shrimp, 54. Miserable F. 46, miserable, can't say it, 46, pretty ugly 44, kind of like Roy Orbison, pretty woman, pretty ugly, pretty Roy, Christian Science 34, Fox News 31, Civil War 29, Holy Crusade, I like that, that's cute, Holy Crusade 24, equally cute, Middle East Peace 23, now we're getting warm, hey, how about some halava, Ariel? If if, uh, if Eli Wallach can eat the cannolis in Godfather 3, then I think Ariel Sharon can eat some of that halava. He could sure pack some in big time. Oh. Friendly Fire 20, Dodge Ram 18, Airline Customer Service 18, Non-Alcoholic Beer 18, Religious Freedom 16, Same Difference 15, Postal Service 13, Microsoft Works 13, Family Fund 13, and on it goes with a whole bunch more, which I'm not going to waste my time with. Defensive Strike didn't get any. No. Rolling Stop didn't get any. Well, there were some. I think that's good. Choices. I think that's good. You don't like that rolling stop? No, I liked it a lot, but uh, you know there were better choices on there. I see. Like Express it. Lane Seven, Fast Access DSL Seven. I didn't add that. That was somebody else called that in. Who put that on there? Somebody else. Some idiot. Don't. You're not picking on Eric again, are you? Not, not me. No. Well, did he him. do that? No. Well, who did it? Josh well, what, didn't do it. The the spelling. Are you talking about spelled... controlled, controlled chaos? Where, where, I don't see where that is. Right oh, K A O S. Yeah, I that's... see. That was Josh. I told him to leave. He's throwing me under the bus. He just, he just passed his 21st birthday, ladies and gentlemen. He still can't spell Schmidt. How do you like that? And he better not say it. At any rate, we have the um, uh, the lovely uh, what's her name, Cynthia Rothrock, on here today. I have no yeah. idea who she is. She does martial arts movies. She's a martial artist. I got her bio here. Oh. I'm on top of this. Just because I've been on vacation a week, you think I forgot how this thing works? How we kill another couple of good minutes here? She's the. Look at this. It's Chuck almost Morris. 10:30 already. I haven't taken one call yet. And of course, we don't have any because we have no tickets to give away for some stupid ball game. I'm, I'm thinking very seriously about this. I, I mulled it over. I spent a few seconds about 30, man. on my vacation thinking about, you know, whether I... I don't want to keep taking these polls where we make a list, you know, and I, I commend you for doing it because it's the easy way out and it's a smart way to do it. And I did that the last uh, whole last week before vacation. I was just killing time. I'm not going to lie to you. Just get the hell out of here. That's what it's all about. But just because of the fact that the South Florida audience can't respond to the show unless we have a poll building a stupid-ass list, I don't think I'm going to do that anymore. I'd rather go back to just reading mostly bedtime stories with all the crap that's going on right now. When you tell me that most people don't even know what the quartet is 
and how stupid that is, that I tell you there ain't no hope, okay? There ain't no freaking hope. They don't have an idea. They have no clue what the quartet is? Zero, none. The U.S., the U.N., Russia, and? Yeah. You can do it. Israel. The EU. Oh, oh, I didn't know. I thought it was Israel. No. See, there he goes. Bitching everybody else out. Mr. Smarty Pants, and you ain't got a clue. Anyway, Cynthia Rothrock, she's behind the beaded curtain today. If you're very old and you're very feeble and couldn't get it up on a bet, here's the deal. Then you're allowed to look at it very briefly. Keep your hands right in front of John Ascroft's eyes at all time so we can keep a watch on you. Make sure you're not getting no bad ideas. Boy, he'd have, he would have gone nuts in Rome, man. I never realized. Well, I, I did, but I've forgotten. I've been there in a few years. All those naked statues over there. There are breasts and the penises and just, I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff. Just right out there in pubic, man. Piazza della this and Piazza della that and Piazza della vagina. I mean, it's unbelievable. Naked body parts. At least we could keep his ass busy over there anyway, covering it all up. Because the one thing this administration does best is a cover up. Cynthia Rothrock, and, and let me just tell you right up front, okay, all of this stuff in Iraq with the abuse, this uh, with the Brits and the U.S., this isn't just a series of isolated incidents. This is the policy. This is policy made by the, the movers and shakers, the people in charge over there, and all these underlings, they're the ones they're going to stick it to. And I'm, I'm not saying they shouldn't know better, like your girlfriend, Lindy uh, England there. Lindy. What a, what a, they, I forget which network it was on, I think it was on the BBC. They referred to her in the report as trailer trash, mm -hmm. <laughs> which I thought right. was, was so perfect, man. Some of us are keen on that. Trailer trash! <laughs> wow. Anyway, She's Cynthia going. Rothrock, she was born March 8, 57, it makes her a very old, 47, in Delaware. She was the undefeated middleweight kickboxing weapons lady champ for, um, and then it says, I don't know what. Oh, I see. That's a trivia thing. She was in Sci Fighter 2004, Redemption 2003, Bala Perdida 2002, Never Say Die, Untouchable 2, Manhattan Chase, Tiger Claws 3. There is a list here of 80 billion martial arts movies that she was in. The Hostage, Night they're not all martial arts movies either. Dukes of Hazard Reunion on TV. She always kicks somebody in every movie she's in. Did it's she in really? Her contract. Did she kick ass? And other parts. Well, you better tell W about her. Maybe she can go over there and kick some ass. <laughs> Deep cover, sworn to justice. Eye for an eye. Portrait in red. Yes, madam. Fast getaway too. Guardian angel. Undefeatable. Undefagatable. Etc. So I've never seen a list. Seldom seen anybody was in so many freaking movies, man. She's just unbelievable. Cynthia Rothrock. There she is in the altogether for all to see. Speaking of for all to see before I do the break. Can you believe another break already? Wow. As your friend Druzy would say. By the way, Gary uh, Sarner, we have news his plane has just uh, kind of been wandering over the uh, ocean in preparation for uh, <laughs> letting his ass him. right out. Just drop him out, okay? Nobody will miss him. Boy, is he bad news. Anyway, the uh, on our website today, and it's 15 pages, so I'm certainly not going to read it, although it would be a good idea, but I'm not going to. Seymour Hirsch, you know, the uh, New Yorker article. How the Department of Defense mishandled the disaster at Abu Ghraib. And now, now they're calling it Abu Ghraib, so I'll say it too, but that's not how you yeah, pronounce whatever. it. Abu Ghraib. And here's the uh, latest picture to add on. And, of course, this is only one of many, 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 many more that are coming. And the video as well. An Iraqi prisoner and American military dog handlers. Other photographs show the Iraqi on the ground bleeding. There it is. It's on our website. Chain of Command by Seymour Hurst from New Yorker. It's on there today. 
with the picture. Nasty-looking dog, an angry dog, and here's the Iraqi prisoner standing there naked as a jaybird. And, of course, you know the Muslims have already got this thing about dogs. Right. Really unclean, like, ooh, keep that thing away from my ass and the rest of me, too. 1027 at 560 WQM. Think about it. For a virtual company to succeed without any storefront locations is unbelievable. It means beating the competition on every dimension. That's what Dollar Mattress has been doing in South Florida for over 12 years. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll get better prices, better delivery times, better customer service, better everything. Dollar Mattress won the 2004 Better Business Bureau Local Torch Award for Excellence because they work harder than anybody else to earn your business before, during, and after the sale. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS and speak with one of their expert betting consultants, you can rest assured you can bet Greg's life on it. You're getting the best possible deal anywhere. Choose from the complete line, Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, Stearns, and uh, Bill, uh, Foster, uh, Bill Hewitt. At 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll discover there's never an extra charge for same-day delivery either. Dollar Mattress takes same-day orders all day long from Kendall to Stewart, Palm Beach to Fort Myers, too. And don't forget, when you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you still get to pick the date and two-hour delivery window when you want your mattress delivered when it's convenient for you and they're mighty proud of that delivery record. On-time delivery is 99.7% of the time. I'm one of their resilient and satisfied customers for years, and I know you will be, too. So do the smart thing like I always do. Call 1-800-MATTRESS or log on to their website, mattress.com. Dial a mattress, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, the easiest possible way to get you a great night's sleep for years to come. Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560, QAM. Iraqi language lesson number one. Let us begin. There's a camel sniffing your sister. If my camel had a face like yours, I'd shave its butt and teach it to walk backward. Rondanus manda kunte wiji wiji. Pardon me, miss, but you have a wedgie in your robe. Now, turn the record over for Iraqi language lesson number two. Please. 1032 at 560 WQM. Happy Monday to you. 70 votes already on the poll. Haven't even announced it yet. What's your take on the abuse of Iraqi prisoners? Don't let me forget to talk about the uh, geniuses we have in the U.S. House of Representatives. I'm going to tell you. I, no, no, seriously. I mean, you know, we got our own Ileana, Rosanna, Dana, idiots like that. But I just, anyway, 70 votes. So what's your take on the abuse of Iraqi prisoners? Bush has to go 26. Rumsfeld has to go 16. I don't give a Schmidt 9. It's part of War 9. Only the abusive officers should be punished 7. And they must have deserved it 3. There you go. They must have had it coming, right? They asked for it. Now, just from, uh, oh, the, the thing about the, uh, I, I watched, I'm probably one of the few people in the, on the face of the earth. I'm here, I'm on vacation. I wasted at least two and a half hours of my time watching, and of course, everybody had it, Sky News and BBC and CBC uh, uh, and whatever it was, CNN International. I don't watch the Senate hearings. I did see the clip Ted, Ted Kennedy and the John McCain ripped the Rumsfeld and ass. I love that. But uh, when a House of Representatives, when the House was holding their hearings, First of all, mainly what you got is a bunch of politicians sitting around making speeches, either kissing Rumsfeld ass or like Kendrick Meek did, which I was really embarrassed for him, about, well, why, uh, you know, it's not political, but why you really have to resign. And yeah, he went on and on and on, just making a speech, you know, not really illuminating or getting any information out for the most part. They got to the one of the congressmen from Illinois. The guy's name was, uh, oh, Jim something or other. I wish I remembered his last name. Now, I don't want to make fun of somebody that's got a hair lip, okay? But if you've got somebody that's got a hair lip or whatever his uh, handicap is, I don't know. He's got this strange thing on his lip. That's a hair uh, lip. You, 
Rumsfeld couldn't understand him. Uh, the uh, generals couldn't understand him. Nobody in the uh, room could understand a word he was saying. <laughs> like that. They prefer if you refer to it as a cleft palate. I see. He was uh, verbally challenged, okay, is the best way to describe it. And I thought, and I kept watching him go from one of these bozos to the next one, and I thought to myself, these are the kind of people that we have on a, a committee like this handling sensitive issues of life and death? Holy moly, and you wonder. Now I see on the news today, more Democrats called for Rumsfeld to resign, so I guess they must have taken some Wheatina or something over the weekend, and they're butching up just a little bit. I'm going to say the same thing that I've always said to you, because, you know, there are people accuse me of being partisan, which, you know, I do have my... My uh, predilections. Your leanings. Yeah, but the fact of the matter is, you got two really crap political parties in the USA. One is bad, and the other one is just dangerous and bad. You don't have uh, how many good politicians can you name with balls who really like uh, you know? So you say Ted Kennedy and John right. McCain really did a good job there on uh, Friday. Name name me some other ones. I'm I'm done. You're done. Yeah. That's the end of that list. Maybe Charlie Rangel, but he wasn't on that committee, unfortunately. I'd love to see him rip Rumsfeld an ass. Because you know Rumsfeld's lying through his teeth. The whole no. the whole deal behind this thing is they, they knew about this for months, both the Brits and the U.S. It was military policy, and the only thing that they've got egg on their face about, just like the Bushmeister, is that all these pictures are available now. See, these things are supposed to go on, but pictures, oh, no. Oh, my God. Right. Pictures are the kind of atrocities that uh, go on on a routine basis. I'm just going to read a couple of, few, a few short paragraphs. Chain of Command by Seymour M. Hirsch. Well, we'll take one quick call first. I know it'll be good. WQAM, hello. Henry Waxman from California has a pair. He can't do anything because uh, no, he's a minority. He's good. You're right. Okay, thank you. There you go. <laughs> he's chronic, but he's a good guy. No, and he right. came up with a good name. Now, Henry Waxman's good. He's got that bald head and that funny little mustache, but he's a good guy. Uh, in his devastating report on conditions at Abu Ghraib prison in Iraq, Major General Antonio M. Taguba singled out only three military men for praise. One of them, Master at Arms William J. Kimbrough, a Navy dog handler, should be commended, Taguba wrote, because he knew his duties and refused to participate in improper interrogations despite significant pressure from the MI, military intelligence personnel at Abu Ghraib. Elsewhere in the report, it became clear what Kimbrough would not do. American soldiers, Taguba said, used military working dogs to frighten and intimidate detainees with threats of attack and in one instance actually biting a detainee. Taguba's report was triggered by a soldier's decision to give Army investigators photographs of the sexual humiliation and abuse of prisoners. These images were first broadcast on 60 Minutes 2 April 28th. Seven enlisted members of the 372nd Military Police Company of the 320th Military Police Battalion and Army Reserve Unit are now facing prosecution, and six officers have been reprimanded. Last week, says Seymour Hirsch, I was given another set of digital photographs, which had been in the possession of a member of the 320th. According to a time sequence embedded in the digital files, the photographs were taken by two different cameras over a 12-minute period on the evening of December 12, 2003, two months after the military police unit was assigned to Abu Ghraib. One of the new photographs shows a young soldier wearing a dark jacket over his uniform and smiling into the camera in the corridor of the jail. In the background are two army dog handlers in full cam uh, camouflage combat gear restraining two German shepherds. The dogs are barking at a man who's partly obscured from the camera's view by the smiling soldier. Another image shows that the man, an Iraqi prisoner, is naked. His hands are clasped behind his neck, and he's leaning against the door to his cell, contorted with terror as the dog, dogs bark a few feet away. 
Other photographs show the dogs straining at their leashes and snarling at the prisoner. In another, taken a few minutes later, the Iraqi is lying on the ground, writhing in pain, with a soldier sitting on top of him, knee pressed to his back. Blood is streaming from the inmate's leg. Another photograph is a close-up of the naked prisoner from his waist to his ankles, lying on the floor. On his right thigh is what appears to be a bite or deep scratch. There's another larger wound on his left leg, covered in blood. And it goes on at uh, great length. Now, I will say this. There was one Republican member of the House Committee that did the interrogation on Friday. I wish I knew what his name was. Kind of a blonde-haired guy. Did you see any of it? Right. No, I know who he is. They were showing clips. He was great. And he said to me, he was talking to Rumsfeld. He said to me, he said to Rumsfeld, <laughs> he said, you know, you, you, you people talked me into voting to send all these young people over there. We've had over 700 of these people die including, I guess, one in his district, he, he mentioned the name, sent these people over to die. I'd like to know what we're still doing there. What are they dying for? And he, he made a great little speech there, but, of course, Rumsfeld uh, was busy looking off into space. So he had about, you know, four or five people with some real balls there, and the rest of it was just window dressing and a lot of speech making, like the Republican chairman of that committee. My God. He did everything but go up there and, and kiss the Rumsfeld on both cheeks. And I'm not talking about the ones on his face either. And then at the end of that whole proceeding, here is the Duke. Not the Duke you're thinking of. Here's Duke Cunningham. What? Sounds like a basketball player or something. Duke Cunningham. It's Who the hell is Duke Cunningham? And he's been sitting there all day long. Some old grizzled up guy looked like uh, John Wayne in drag, you know, with big old glasses on. And he's telling us about his exploits in the military and about how proud he is of Secretary Rumsfeld. And all he knows, all them men would follow him right over the hill to hell if necessary because he's such a great guy. And, and he just made a little stupid speech. Was he a member of the committee? No. Did he have any business really being there? No. Did he ask any questions? No. Did it add anything to our understanding of what all those atrocities was all about? No. No. But it was nice window dressing, you know. It was a good photo op. To have the Duke. I'm sorry you missed Duke Cunningham. Oh, well. Old Duke. He's a good grizzle old bop, old boy. 20 before 11, and of course, that thing about uh, was on last night on 60 Minutes again, about me lie, and about the uh, Saudis, those barbarian lying bastards in Saudi Arabia. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you again right now, and you can laugh all you want. 1973, that's when we had the chance. We were too busy bogged down with Watergate. That's when we had the big chance, the original Arab oil embargo. By the way, gas prices just soaring. I'll get to that story momentarily. Up another dime. Happy about that. Thank you, Mr. President, for those low gas prices. Anyway, we'll get to that. Just tell me to calm down. No. Too bad I didn't bring back some of them good magic shrooms. Why didn't you? 19 before 11 at 560 WQAM. Let me tell you right now about the Financial Group. You know, you've heard me talk about them and their incredible only one mortgage program with an unbeatable one and a quarter percent rate for the purchase or refinance of your home. One and a quarter percent. That's just 334 bucks a month if you have a $100,000 loan, just 668 a month if you're having a $200,000 loan, if you're having a breakdown. Now they're advertising on TV. They're all over the radio. This program has everybody talking because the only one mortgage makes it possible, and the only uh, ones who make it possible for you available are the financial group. So refinance your current home, get money for renovations, move to another home, and never pay fees or closing costs again. Zero closing costs, zero credit bureau fees, zero application fees, zero discounted points, zero everything. This is for real. It's the Emmis. So just call Financial Group toll-free, 1-866-395-LEND to get all the details. That's 1-866-395-LEND, the only one mortgage. It's the only mortgage you'll ever need. They're an equal housing lender. Credit restrictions apply. 4.25 APR. Rates subject to change monthly. Live, Live and local. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. And we're talking.
call on 560-WQAM. Call me, homie, right here at 567-HO-HO. Oh, 5-6, uh, call me, homie. Let's be talking to Steve in Miami. Steve, you're with me, Warren Kamati. Well, Crow, what do the Marlins have to do to win the World Series this year? Oh, that's an easy one, Steve. They got to swing the bat, hit the bow, hit some strikes. Remember, the game of baseball is 50% hitting. Mm, that's almost half. 50% fielding, 50% pitching, and 25% managing. But, Crow, that's 175%. What? Don't you be questioning me. Would you be ignorant? Be what? Ignorant. Ignorant, I said. You be ignorant. Well, no, I'm not ignorant. Boy, I play professional baseball in a third world country against men half my size. Did you? Well, actually, I... I played in... Are you gonna... Call me, homie. I'm the Crow, out at Gate G, Elemental P. 14 to 11 at 560, we got the Mad Dog at 2, the Humper, the uh, Hebrew Hammer at 4 from Shula State 2 in Miami Lakes, 4 to 7. No ball game today, so we got like a clean slate. Uh, well, except for the fact we got nothing's perfect, 7 o'clock, uh, Hurricane Hotline, such as it is. Then 8 o'clock, we got oh. two hours of the big Eddie uh, oh. K at 10 o'clock, and then that's it. That's all you need to know till uh, Joe comes on 8 o'clock in the morning, Joe Rose. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Yeah, that's all you got to know is Joe. So all you got to know is uh, what's after Mo, which uh, starts with Joe. 185 votes. What's your take on the abuse of Iraqi prisoners? We got that whole Seymour Hirsch article on our website, Chain of Command. I might just read the whole thing, you know. I, what? I like that. I don't well, Yeah, but you see, you don't get any diaries. That's the problem. Know, They're yeah, concerned about ratings. They're all concerned about ratings, and we got to keep pandering to a bunch of silly people like that. I don't really care, quite frankly, about silly people anymore. You know what? I've just taken this turn in the road. I've come to that fork in the road in my life. Fork in the road. And I've decided to myself, fork it is what I've decided. You know? Yeah. What? <laughs> Don't be dumping that now. If you tell me he dumped that, I'm going to get up and walk no, out here and no, go no. and watching TV. You didn't dump that, did you? No, no that's good comedy. Well, there you go. It's comedy? Jesus, boy, I wish I had 85,000 like you guys. One of eighty-five thousand apiece. We have a fifty share. Easy. Anyway, I fax you back this thing for Clarence. Thanks a lot, Clarence. You're the best when it comes to them checks. Anything else? Worthless. That was a raspberry. I just want to keep you on your toes, okay? Keep you right on the edge of that. I had a dream. Uh, you know, you don't have dreams at different times of the night. Sure. And late in the uh, sleep process, which I slept like crazy because I'm doing the like switching over the time, you know, from a European time. So I went to bed about 9 o'clock last night, which was the equivalent of 3 in the morning, Europe time. And I slept till 7.15 this morning, my regular time, which is amazing. But I slept right on through like a rock. And right toward the end of my sleep cycle, I had this dream that I'm on the air doing the show and sitting in that where you are now, in a room configured obviously much different, much wider, mm. is this long, long table. And there are about a 100 different guys, punks, sitting at the table. And each one has a yellow button in front of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A yellow dump button in front of him. Now, the audience won't get as big of a charge out of that as we do because, <laughs> but under, no, the, under the recent circumstances, oh, you know, with all the bleeping stuff going on, I thought it was kind of amusing myself. Hey, Josh dumped me last week. Did he really? Yeah. Where'd he dump you off? Sorry, he dumped... Wow, what did you say? Give me a clue. Masturbate. 
Well, and he dumped that? No, there was a context thing that there was a judgment call about. And that's like, whatever, who might argue with him? Well, I see the Iraqis, that's one of the things. Now, I'm glad you mentioned that because getting back to this Iraq business going on, all the abuse, this uh, insanity, as we've discussed so many times on the air, it always comes back to faggery. Always. Yeah. The fraternity. I mentioned this before. The fraternities, the uh, sports, uh, sports, sports guys, the initiations, the hockey hazing story that we had, all of this stuff, and certainly the military. And when you get a hold of other people and you have complete power over them. Now, what was it on? Was it the 60 Minutes thing or was it on uh, Dateline last night? Which one? Where, they had, the, about? That, where they had the segment about the uh, experiment that they did with the people and they gave them complete Dateline. power over Huh? That was Dateline. Yeah, I saw that. And it's a pretty yeah. scary thing because it almost always seems to involve a great deal of faggery, stripping the other people naked, making them humiliate and degrade themselves, abusing them, raping them, raping. And in fact, part of this, uh, the thing with the Brits now is raping young boys in Basra. Lovely. Of course, it's a Brit thing, you see. Wow. Yeah. They've been at that a while. You know, them silly Brits. Yeah. What's your take on the abuse of Iraq prisoners is our question today. 214 votes. Bush has to go 90. Rumsfeld has to go 47. It's part of war, 24. Sure, it's just boys will be boys and girls will be girls. They're having a good time. That's what Rush says. Rush says the babes are doing it. They're just having a good time over there, okay? The babes are doing it. They're stripping them. They're beating them. They're raping them. They're abusing them. But the one thing they're not doing is popping any oxys. No, that's called an Appalachian party, what they were doing over there. Only the abusive officers should be punished 20. I just don't give a Schmidt 18, real rocket scientists out there. That's Those those are the people we can say goodbye to, okay? I'm, I'm tired of them people, you know? Maybe they'll this, care about those other pictures. And they must have deserved it 15. I even like those people better than the ones. I just don't care. I don't, don't give a schmidt, you know. That has nothing to do with my life. America is full of idiots, man. You watch the news anyplace else in the world, and they come on with important stuff that has an impact on our lives, on the future of the whole stinking planet. And you watch the news here, and the second story is about stupid-ass Kobe Bryant. Well, who gives a flying fig about Kobe Bryant, okay? I sure as hell don't. Do you? No. I guarantee you, Josh probably does because he's got a little bit of that sports nerd rubbed off on his uh, butt. I don't care about Kobe. You know the Nutella tastes just as good without his picture on the label. And I think it was Clarence that was responsible, by the way. See, I, I slid that all by and you weren't even paying any attention. I got you off guard on that. What? See? <laughs> see, yeah. <laughs> right. See, I'm pretty sharp the first couple of days after vacation. Then I slide back into being, you know, a doddering old fool. But that's okay because the checks keep showing up. Yeah, I hope uh, there's I hope there's uh, plenty of checks in that uh, box there in that PO box, Clarence. Okay, we're talking a whole bunch of cash ought to be in there. Maybe enough for me to say. Although I tell you, I got a new guy that's handling my money, and he's losing it so fast he makes Mitch Hirsch look like a rocket scientist. Really? Are you serious? Yes. Oh. Not no equities oh. though. I have no. I have no. Uh, I, I got to call this guy when the show's over today and tell him that I'm hiring Luca Brazzi. Well, it's going to be Get a great two for one deal. Him and Gary Sarner. At any rate, why why why'd I even bring that up? It's so depressing. They're all a bunch of snake oil salesmen, baby. That's all they are. But I beep, but I boop, but I bop over here, over there, yeah, right. Kind of like those weapons of mass destruction. You keep looking for your money with all these investment experts. Oh, it must be over here under the table. So it's under the sofa. Somewhere is some of your cash. WQM, hello. Hi. WQM, hello. Hey Neil, how are you doing? Okay. I don't know why they have to be torturing people if God is on our side. Yeah. 
and you know, if he was uh, sent by God to be president, he should have more power than uh, than torturing people. Uh, wait till they get a get a hold of uh, some of our justice too. I mean, which is also sent by God as well. So it's it's amazing. Z did you see the Zogby thing, John Zogby? What thing? Well, he has now said it's Kerry's uh, uh, election to lose. Yeah, and he's doing a hell of a job of it. Yeah, well, uh, if it keeps up like this... Uh, I mean, under these circumstances, with all of this stuff that's going on right now, Kerry ought to be 15 to 20 points ahead and pulling away. Well, you, you, but you also have that 40% evangelical base, you know, of, of the Republicans that just, no matter what happens, they, they it doesn't matter what happens, they're going to vote for Bush, so... You know, it's hard to pull away. Are you away telling by me that 40% of the country are evangelical Christians? Well, no, well, 20 million, 20 million evangelicals in the last election cycle out of the 50 million who voted Republican voted for yeah. Bush, obviously. Right. So he's got an automatic... But, but, that, but, that, but, that's, but that's only 20% of the total electorate, see, because only half of the voters vote for Bush. Well, that absolutely, you're absolutely right, but they... So what about the other 80%? And then you've got another 10 million that are all, all, already vested. Because he's got, you know, all his cronies and the, the people he's doing business for. Uh, there's a 10 million, 10 million population there. So he's got 30 million secure votes. And, you know, obviously with Nader in there, it, it, it causes a problem. Let me say it again. Kerry ought to be ahead 15 to 20 points right now. Well, I agree with you. And have a great day. If he was doing any kind of a campaign, any kind of a job, what's his plan for getting us out of Iraq? Does anybody know? No. No. What's his plan? What's his plan to counter this uh, chilling of free speech in America and the uh, freedom of the press? Any plan? No. No. Any commentary? No. No. Where is this man? What is he waiting for? It's his for the grabbing. Grab out of the brass ring, okay, John, if you can find it. He's a fuzzy, pathetic, sad loser. Excuse me for telling the truth. But that's my perception of John Kerry right now. Now, maybe he's going to morph again. You know, he keeps, uh, all these guys, they morph from one thing into another, you know, yeah, like by magic. Maybe he'll morph into this dynamic brand ball of fire candidate between now and uh, November the uh, 2nd, whatever the hell it is. I don't see it happening. Do you? No. I think it's, it's not too late to make a change. I told you this before vacation. People thought I was nuts. Well, they always think I'm nuts. That's because they're too busy worried about, about uh, important things like the heat. Yeah, it's hot. And Kobe Bryant. And a lot of other seven-foot uh, freaks of nature. How about Jason Williams? Here's another one. Only he ain't playing no more. Yeah, how about that? Got off. How about that? Jason Williams got off. What a surprise, huh? No. Not. What a shock. Not. Because one thing in America, jocks don't commit crimes, okay? Do not commit crimes, no matter what it is. They're always innocent. Five six seven oh five sixty pound. What am I getting all worked up about? Not even eleven o'clock yet, but it's break time now. All whipped up into a frenzy. Nobody cares. They're trying to tell me they don't care. Don't don't start with that bedtime story stuff, Neil. You just had a nice book there. You want to keep those numbers up? I don't care about the freaking numbers. How do you like that? Okay. Play some, play some fart sounds. Oh, I've been well, doing this too too long to worry about stupid ass numbers. And and watching those rush numbers on there tells me all all I need to know. Between the CMQ numbers and the Rush numbers, that tells me Cornish that the more you lie to the people and the more bullcrap that you dispense, the more they just want to lap it up. And there's plenty there for the lapping every day from noon to three, man, right there on the uh, 
just slightly to our right. Oh. About 6,000 yards to our right. 1057 at 560 WQAM. Uh. Is your company suffering from regulations and increased labor costs? Let Oasis Outsourcing help when it comes to the people side of your business. Payroll administration, Fortune 500 company employee benefits, human resource services, and risk management are just a few of the services Oasis Outsourcing can cover to help your business be more profitable and make you some big cash. Call Oasis Outsourcing today for a free evaluation. Call 1-866-AT-OASIS. That's 1-866-286-2747. With more than 60,000 employees worldwide, Oasis Outsourcing understands the many facets of human resource management. Outsourcing is being recognized by firms large and small as a powerful management choice, which lets you focus on your core business while leaving the operational details to the folks at Oasis Outsourcing. Let them make your business lots more profitable. If you want a free evaluation, call that toll-free number. There's no obligation. Call 1-866-AT-OASIS. That's 1-866-286-2747 for Oasis Outsourcing. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. Were you drudge packing? New on Bravo. It's the makeover show where five gay women show one straight woman how to act like a straight man. Queer pal for the straight gal. When it comes to fashion, I got one word for you. Flannel. Flannel? Why flannel? Because men are pigs. What's that got to do with flannel? Nothing. Say, you're a pretty little thing. Oh, oh, uh. Thanks. The Flab Five are an elite team of overweight lesbians in bib overalls and crew cuts, and each is an expert in a different aspect of the butch lifestyle. Transportation? I got two words for you. Holly Davidson. Um, but I don't really say. <laughs> you are a pretty little thing. You want a ride? Watch every week as Queer Pal for the Straight Gal transforms a stylish straight woman from fab to drab. This is thirsty work. Got any beer? No, all I have is wine. Wine swine, which reminds me, men are pigs. Yeah, you mentioned that. Boy, you sure are a pretty little thing. Yeah, uh, gotta go. <laughs> Don't miss Queer Pal for the Straight Gal right after Flat Tops and Birkenstocks. Where else but Bravo? All right. It's 11.02. Doesn't that sound a little bit low? All right. I don't know. To me, could be. Low. low. Like Sounds low, mighty low. low. Anyway, you're supposed to have stepped in by this point already and said, come back to your senses, Neil, and quit the talking crap. Come back crab. to your senses and play some uh, fart sounds. Right. Well, we can't do that anymore. How oh, about well. a few of these? <laughs> All right. Like that. Some silly stuff. <laughs> quit starting with a serious heavy-duty crap yeah, again because care. nobody cares. Well, I'll give you I'll give you living proof that uh, that statement is correct. After just five weeks on the air, Air America Radio is showing signs of stagnation. What an understatement that is. <laughs> As co-founder and chairman Evan Cohen and vice chairman and investor Rex Sorensen joined the ranks of those who have already left the building. One week earlier, co-founder CEO Mark Walsh resigned while Dave Logan, head of programming, was fired. The company also, here comes the real jackpot. You ready for this? Ready. The company also reportedly failed to make its scheduled payroll Wednesday, leaving approximately 100 on-air personalities, writers, and producers without a paycheck until Thursday. <laughs> We're on a wild ride, said John Stinton, the network's president, conceding that the network has suffered the typical bumps and bruises faced by any startup. But the bottom line, he said, is that we're on the air to stay, is what he said. Right. Cohen is a former Republican political operative who was among the network's initial investors. Sorensen is an investor who owns radio stations in Guam. Well, maybe they can go on here in Guam. Okay. Just to start out small, you know, and then sure. you work up from there. 
Kind of like when we were at IOD and they had a simulcasting on that station in Key West that had the tower knocked down by a tornado and the tower was laying flat on the ground, but we were simulcasting, we were on the air, just that nobody could hear it. Remember that? It's a true story. Sure. Hey, Neil, two things, says this fax. The fast-talking, very rich Senator Dayton blasted them about suppression of the news about this to Dan Rather and jammed them up. Well, I don't know. This fax is incoherent. And asked if this is proper for a general to call a news organization, that was a General Myers, to suppress the story, as usual, bullshit answers and double talk. Another thing, I'll do a... Well, I don't understand this. Says, do all generals have lisp like General Kimmett and General Myers? Yeah, they all have lisp, okay? Maybe that's why they're all abusing all the, the prisoners over there. I don't know. They're raping and molesting and uh, playing with them and doing these things and piling on. I don't know. So Air America's got big trouble. Didn't I tell you that? Oh, oh yeah. yes. Didn't I tell you I got no chance? Because this this whole myth of this... the See, when you look at the... At the radio ratings there, and we had a really great book and no complaints except for that no speaking English uh, that nobody ever heard of. But the Rush people, see, they're all, they gotta have their fix of that right wing. They're just like, they're like the Fox News people. It's the same mm-hmm. thing. There is dose. no, there is no counterpart on the other side of the political spectrum. It doesn't exist. Because the rest of us are multi-dimensional. In other words, we're not running around going, I have no you know, like that. Praise the Lord and, uh, you know, and, uh, where's Fox News, you know? And if you were watching Sky News like I was last week, very little, I should point out, because I wanted to get the real story, what was going on, too many big stories. But you see that Rupert Murdoch spreads his poison everywhere he goes. On the one hand, he gives you all the real the real racy entertainment to make the money so he can produce all of his uh, right-wing propaganda news stations like Fox News and Sky News and his tabloids. Thank you, Mr. President, for those low gas prices, by the way. Right. It's free. I, I'd like to put that kid in Gary Sarner's lap just before that plane hits the um, hits the ground. The kid that called several months ago, smart ass. Oh, thank you, Mr. President, for those little guys. This is right after they started, probably about a year ago now, I would think. Started the big uh, rack attack, the shock, awe. and I think shock and awe is what we got now with all these pictures and videos coming out. Aww. Shock and awe. Aw, shucks. As in awe. Gee, the pictures got out. Dang it. Gary and Weston says, what that last caller was referring to is that 40% of Americans claim to read the Bible every day. That's W's base. That being said, could you please get the word out that everybody should consider voting absentee so the very minimum will have some sort of paper trail. And be sure and sign your thing, unlike Catherine Harris, who didn't sign her thing. We'll get to that also. She didn't sign her thing. Oh, maybe Catherine Harris could be flying that plane that Gary Sarner is going to be on with that kid with the uh, low gas prices. She could be the pilot. Or at the very least, maybe God could be the co-pilot, don't you think? U.S. gas prices rose by slightly more than 10 cents a gallon in the past two weeks. How do you like that? The biggest jump since last August, an industry analyst said yesterday. More than a dime in uh, two weeks. The weighted national average for all three grades of gasoline was just over $1.96 a gallon Friday, according to Trilby Lundberg, publisher of the biweekly Lundberg survey, which regularly pulls 8,000 gas stations across the U.S. What do you folks do for business? Oh, we call up gas stations. And pull them. Yeah, we pull the gas, uh, we pull the attendance of the gas stations. I can tell you some stories back in the day about that, but I better not. Pull the soldiers were on. Tight gasoline supplies and rising demand at a time when seasonal environmental regulations cause a price adjustment are responsible for the increase, Lundberg said. Those regulations have both a cost and supply impact on refiners, said Lundberg. 
We'd get less gasoline out at a higher cost just when we need more of it. Meanwhile, tighter regulations make it tougher for importers to bring in additional supplies. The nation's economic growth is also on increased demand, contributing to the rising prices, Lundberg said. The average price of gas has broken all-time record highs for two months straight, although the average price remains about 90 cents a gallon lower compared to the peak gas price in March 81 when adjusted for inflation, Lundberg said. Crude oil prices reached a 13-year high of $40 a barrel on Friday. See, this is why this is all so insane, you know, madness. And also in this book that I'm recommending so enthusiastically and heartily, Spitting on the Axis of Evil by Scott Taylor, America's War Against Iraq, for the umpteenth time here, once again, documented in very plain English to understand how we gave the green light to Saddam Hussein to invade Kuwait. And we said, oh, we don't interfere in Arab versus Arab matters. So wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And he went ahead and did it. And then the Saudis all started peeing in their pantaloons and their shmatas. Oh, he's going to come after us. He's going to take over Saudi Arabia. And that's when George Bush, number one, decided we better go in there and calm things down. And the reason they didn't finish off with Sodom after the first Gulf War is because they didn't know who the hell else was going to come in there. They didn't want some Ayatollah coming in there, some religious fanatic. That's the only reason they left him in power. And so for Rumsfeld to be talking any kind of crap, the same guy who went over there, and it's well documented in this book also, about how he went over and shook hands with Sodom. We had the picture on our website. They didn't care about chemical weapons. We provided them to them. We gave him the chemical weapons. We sold them to Saddam Hussein, and so we used them against Iran. But he also happened to use them against his own people, the Kurds in the north. We said, well, who gives a crap? They're animals anyway. Let them lose their souls. We don't care. And now all of a sudden, he gassed his own people. He was... See, the, the guy, and I wish I knew his name, that one congressman, man, he should get a Congressional Medal of Honor for his performance on Friday because he's the one guy who had the balls to say, what are we still doing there how can we justify we've killed over, set off our kids, over 700 of them have died already, and the number is increasing every day. What are we doing there? What was this all about? And this business about, just like CNN now, the headline, the fight for Iraq. That was never the fight for Iraq. It was about protecting us against terrorism. Right. Did it have anything to do with terrorism? No. Were they like 45 minutes away from an attack against us or the Brits? No. No, it was all a pack of lies. Were they involved with uh, with uh, Osama Yamama? No. no. But now all of a sudden they've managed to pull a bait and switch. This is the biggest bait and switch in the history of the U.S. What was supposed to be about connected with a war on terrorism and making things safer for America, obviously has now made people more. If you had any idea how Americans are hated all over the world right now, you would you would crawl under your desk right now. Oh, they don't care. They must be wrong. Yeah. I'm talking about hated, despised. Probably Americans are hated in the world right now more than at any time in the history of the human race, mm -hmm. history of this country. We're the new Nazis. And we can thank W for that. At the same time, we're thanking him for those record high gas prices. Nice going, W. You moron, you simpleton, you idiot, you. How's that pool looking? What's your take on the abuse of Iraqi prisoners? Bush has to go 147. See, I shouldn't have put that on there because that, you know, that's a given. 341 with this crowd. Rumsfeld has to go 68. Only the abusive officer should be punished 46. It's part of war 37. I just don't give a schmidt 26, 7.6% of those people who want to hear four hours of that. And they must have deserved it 17. Yeah, they had it coming. Right? Uh, yeah. Bunch of infidels. Right, ragheads. 12 minutes after 11 at 560 WQAM. Voom is the only entertainment system designed for high-definition TV. 
Boomer's got over 35 channels of high-definition programming that's three times more than anybody else. Boom has exclusive HD channels of movies, sports, music, and news not available on cable or satellite. Boom has your favorite cable networks like MTV, ESPN, and CNN. Boom has your favorite local channels, both in high definition and standard definition, too. They've got over 100 channels of great entertainment waiting for you. Boom delivers the best picture on earth like you've never seen before. If you want details on this great offer they're making you right now, call toll-free 1-866-848-8666 or visit their website, boom.com, for a limited-time offer. Free installation, no upfront cost, no long-term commitment. Better get booming because this offer ends May 31. Here's the toll-free number to check this out. Call 1-866-848-8666 or visit them on the web at voom, V-O-O-M, voom.com. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. U-A-M. Mr. President, for those low gas prices, you're the best. It's 11:17 at 5:60 WQAM. Here's a fact that says George W. is having the soldiers look everywhere for WMDs. That's why the prisoners are naked and bent over. Never thought about that. They might be hiding them in there. You know what? Wreck them. Yeah. Something to think about. For just a second there, I thought you just uh, maybe were under the uh, reaching under the counter. For a cough drop. You were doing what? Reaching for a cough drop. Oh, I see. Don't tell me that they got those allergies and all that crap in the vents and everything in there again. No, no, I just have a frog. It says, I think we should bend GW and Rummy over and look uh, deep for some brains. I'm sure that they're somewhere. I heard from good sources in Nigeria that they brought back some brown cake brains on the black market. How do you like that? It says, Tom, P.S. George has to go. It says he sucks on radio. And he underlines radio. Now, maybe you'd be good on TV, but on radio you suck, he said. Well, we'll see. Well, at least, at least no, the good thing is you can't see. If you did that on TV, you could see it, and then you'd be in big trouble all over again. We'd have all kinds of tourists. Ben Strawn, who's usually a very good faxer here, uh, sends, uh, I don't know, I don't know what that is. Crap. Can't always be good, Sean. Okay, nice try, but that, your weakest fax ever. I don't know what that is. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. What about those Marlins? Oh! That's our topic today. What about those Marlins, huh? Aren't they kicking some right? They're not doing too well right now. <clears throat> they're they're having some problems. Place. I beg your pardon? Still in first place. Yeah, because they're in a crap division, okay? Because everybody else is about, like, under 500. Everybody else blows. They're in a crappy division? The way the teams are playing, that is correct, sir. They're in a crap division. In fact, let me get my... Uh, it's in the other room. I don't want to take the time to run in there. You you probably got the standings right there. Are the Braves 500 or one under? Yeah, they're or one two under. under. One under. They're, they're what? One under 500. Well, what kind of a division is that? They're in second place and they're a game under 500, and you're telling me that's a good division? Well, the last time I checked, baseball season was six months long, and uh, by the He's end He's talking of... through his teeth again. That's all right. It's, it's, a, it's a sound. 
What's your take on the abuse of Iraqi prisoners? That's our poll question today. 374 votes. There ought to be 55,000 votes on there. People ought to be foaming at the mouth. They don't give a flying crap. You're right. Let's go back to, to that again. See, it took me an hour and 20 minutes, and then I finally came back to my senses. God. Yeah. Oh. Fake death claim on sex case priest. We'll get to that. This is in the British Guardian yesterday. Boy, it's so refreshing to find like real newspapers and real TV news stations to watch, and and they're just ripping Bush and Rumsfeld an ass on all the TV I was watching, even on CNN International, of course, because that's not seen domestically. That's not part of the brainwashing program from the uh, New American Nazi Party. That's not part of the game plan. I guess one of those ends in CNN certainly must stand for Nazi, don't you think, by now? No question. Cable Nazi Network. WQ, WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hi, how you doing? Um, okay. You know, I used to listen to you for uh, for laughs, and, and I still do. You know, you're awesome. But, you know, the, the world has taken a turn for the worse. It's taken a turn, man. And we have got an, a horrible, horrible uh, administration in there, and I just thank you uh, for your service, sir. Um, you know, you put in your time, and, and you do your research, and it's important, and it really is important that people hear what you're saying because there's no one else out there saying it unless you listen to, <laughs> unless you listen to Randy later on. And, uh, you know, as long as long as she's going to be on air. Good thing for her. She can still come back. You know, that's true. And come back know, to Palm can... Beach, Randy. All's forgiven. That America thing. That's history. That's dead meat. Uh, yeah. Well, I hope it goes. You're right. You know, it might not. It might not. It's going all right. I, I was wondering if you um, if, I don't know if you mentioned this yet today in the newspaper today. There's a there's an article um, where some Pentagon officials and some generals in the field are saying how we're losing the war. We're losing battles, but we're winning the war. Yeah, it's on, it's on our website. Okay, you got it. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, again, I, I thank you very much. Keep it up. You know, you, you keep me sane during the day. Because, you know, there's so many people out there you just can't get through to. I mean, it's just amazing how these people, like you just said a little bit ago, why these people aren't all pissed off and fired up. I don't get it either. I mean, when you look at the news on here and the second story is about Kobe Bryant, that tells me everything I need to know about the American public. <laughs> You're right. That's exactly right. Good luck, Pally. I'll see you at the border. Hey, thank you. Bye-bye. All right. In fact, which story is it on there? I want to make sure I know the story he's talking about. I just want to make sure I see the headline on here on our outstanding uh, bedtime stories on neilrogers.com. Oh, I like this story, too. On the brink of the Cronkite moment, it's beginning to feel like 1968 when the Vietnam War was first challenged by a till-then-compliant co U.S. media. Starting to get the same thing. Let's see. Where is that story? we got the Krispy Kreme story coming. Uh, this, here it is. Dissension grows in senior ranks on war strategy. U.S. may be winning battles in Iraq, but losing the war, some officers say. There it is, by Thomas E. Ricks. Ranger Ricks? He's kin to Ranger Ricks, yeah. He said he's flipping it. Deep divisions are emerging at the top of the U.S. military over the course of the occupation of Iraq, with some senior officers beginning to say that the U.S. faces the prospect of casualties for years without achieving the uh, goal of establishing a free democratic Iraq. And you'll notice, I should point out, in recent days they're saying, oh, we don't want an American democracy anyway. They never wanted that in the first place. We want an Iraqi democracy, which is really what they're saying is a theocracy is what they really want. Mm -hmm. they, don't, they don't want any part of this. It's not, it's not their culture. And, it, you know, I can't emphasize enough. Please, pretty please, I'm begging you. If you read just one book, and most of you won't read a book, but, oh, 22 bucks Canadian. Oh, good luck.
They won't spend that. Spinning on the Axis of Evil, America's War Against Iraq by Scott Taylor. He doesn't pull any punches here. He doesn't on one side or the other side. It's not politically partisan. He rips Clinton in ass. He rips Madeleine Albright in ass. He rips Colin Powell in ass. Bush, Rumsfeld, all of them in ass. Tells you exactly what's been going on over there for a long, long time. The Reagan people. The, the real evildoers. And we're stuck in the middle of all of this. How the hell can we still be there? And how can John Kerry not have any kind of a plan to get us the hell out? That's what I'd like to know. Of course, somebody would say, well, he didn't get us in there in the first place. Sure he did. He was one of the participants. Right. He was one of the enablers. And now he's saying, well, we're still going to have to be there for, uh, I say Dennis Kucinich for president, man, just because he's got a crappy hairpiece. We'll send him to Chuck Alfieri. I'll pay for it. How's that? In fact, Charlie's such a good guy, he'll probably trade it out. Is it too late to get Dean back? Get who back? <laughs> yeah, him. Didn't I say that like ten days ago? Yeah. Can we say it again? Well, I'll say it again. Let's get back, Howard Dean. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it again, and I'm not a conspiratorial. I'm not always screaming about the Bilderbergers and the Illuminati and the Trilateral Commission. But there's a group of people who decide who's gonna make it and who doesn't. And if you think it's the people that vote, you're dreaming, man. I got some real cheap land to sell in my backyard. Some old dog droppings. Because somewhere along the line, it was decided that Howard Dean was just a little bit too independent. He wasn't one of those people that they could manipulate. And so they just, overnight, they turned him into a jackass. They just, oh, look at this, he's screaming. They, they manipulated that video and the audio from it. They brought back that old crap again about the Iowa caucus. You know, when he talked about caucuses are garbage and uh, the stuff from years back. Just like now, this desperation with Kerry in the middle. What the hell does that have to do with anything? And then I, I want to scream when I read these letters like in Time Magazine about uh, from these grizzled military lunatics, from these brainwashed idiots. Well, you know, Hanoi Jane and uh, and people like Kerry during Vietnam, they took away uh, you know, the morale from the troops. Yeah, yeah well, too bad we couldn't have kept the morale up, so we could have kept them there another 10 years and brought home another 58,000 kids in body bags. That would have been smart. So we could have fought off that red menace. <laughs> Dennis the red menace? Dennis the red menace. Right. Venus the red menus. Careful. Venus. Yeah. Rhymes with penis. We can still say penis. I got news for you. If your friend Lindy England there can be pointing at penises and Iraqi prisoners there, we can still say penis on here. How do you like that? Huh? All right. We can still say rectum and penis, and that's about it. And after that, dummy up. Speaking of dummy, how's the Todd Rec doing? Huh. I haven't seen him in a long time. Well, I'm, I'm stalling because I got the oh, wrong okay. piece of copy. You know how that goes. Sure. Well, we had a little problem with Gary Sarner this morning, who's in New York, and we certainly hope that his plane makes it safely back on his return to South Florida. <laughs> or not, as the case may be. Isn't that a little bit harsh on my part, don't you think? Oh, I'm sorry. I was spaced off. But I do mean it. With every ounce of energy in my body, I do mean it. I'll be praying. Remember in the um, in the movie, the uh, Ace, the Great Santini, yeah, with Robert Duvall, mm -hmm. and his plane crashed, and then his son was all uh, all just choked up because he used to play, pray for his plane to crash because he hated him so much. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Well, if Gary Sarner's plane should crash, I would not feel bad about it. Terrible thing. I got some special luggage I'm going to pack for him next time, next trip. 
27 past 11 at 560 WQM. If you're planning on replacing your carpeting, you're going to spend a lot of cash because you think that's the only way to get your house looking great again. Here's the answer for you. Do what I've been doing for over 20 long, amazing years. Just call the good people at Dry Concepts before you think about doing anything else. Certainly before you start spending all of that money on new carpeting, which costs you an arm and four legs. Dry Concepts is the best in the world at bringing carpeting back to life, no matter how old, how dingy looking, how smelly, whatever. Because using their certified trained technicians and their exclusive patented dry cleaning method, they leave your carpets looking brand new, smelling clean and uh, fantastic, lemony fresh, and soft to the touch, too. They're dry in a couple of hours, so you really can clean today and entertain tonight. It's not just a slogan. And don't forget, when you call Dry Concepts, ask them to put you on their standby list, which will save you an extra 15% on your next carpet cleaning. And keep in mind, they always give you a fair price. They give you a written guaranteed price up front before they start the job. On your carpeting, your area rugs, your oriental rugs, your drapery, your upholstery, all of these all of these things. things. So call today, and they'll never let you down. They'll do a spectacular job. You'll be amazed at how great your carpets look, smell, and feel. Call toll-free 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071. Or check them on the Wicked Web at dryconcepts.com. They're the best in the business. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours. QAM. Oh, in Miami town. Absolutely. At 560 WQAM. Baby, launch a couple missiles. Oh! Toward a place we'd Al-Qaeda won't be finished Until we blow up Pakistan We could chase them around forever With our tanks and all our troops But special forces are so tired Of jumping through them hoops You know we need another Let's cut out all the nonsense and go we'll blow up Pakistan. Al Qaeda needs a nuclear tank. Okay. Why don't we stop pussyfoot and go we'll blow up? Oh my God. Pakistan. And while we're at it, Saudi Arabia sounds good. Boom, boom. 27 oh, on the way. Boom, boom, Jeffrey on. Yes, by the way, something? Yes. So it's on the way, Saudi Arabia. Right on the way to Pakistan. Oh, I see. Fake death claim on sex case priest. British police have flown to Australia to investigate claims that a priest faked his death in order to avoid child sex abuse charges. Father Christopher Clonan was attached to a church in Coventry for 20 years until 1992 when he fled the city after former altar boys accused him of molesting them. Another one of these isolated incidents you do understand. Of course. He went to Australia where he's believed to have posed as Christy Oliver, a property developer. <laughs> I don't know if that's Christy as in a guy or I don't know. In the town of Bendigo, 90 miles north of Melbourne where his brother Andrew lives. Andrew Clonan said the priest died suddenly of brain hemorrhage six years ago, but there have been sightings of him in Birmingham and Coventry over the past year and claims that he's back in England using a false name and posing as a teacher. 
A sergeant and a superintendent from West Midlands Police are in Australia, liaising with Melbourne Police. Born in Cloneland uh, uh, County in the Irish Republic, Father Clonan moved to the Christ of the King Catholic Church in Cowden, Coventry, as an assistant priest in the 70s. A part-time builder and property developer, before he entered the priesthood, he was nicknamed Father Fix-It for his abilities in church construction projects. Look out for Fix-It, man. He's dangerous. But he vanished in July 1992 after eight former altar boys between the ages of 8 and 17 at the time of the offenses accused him of molesting them. In January this year, Simon Gray, 38, received an out-of-court settlement of 330,000 pounds, record compensation in the U.K. for a sex child abuse uh, case. Mr. Gray claimed that six years of abuse at the hands of the priest turned him into a violent alcoholic who had spent time in jail and tried to set fire to himself. Four other cases were pending, are pending. Last year, Andrew Clonan produced a death certificate stating that Christopher o. Oliver Clonan died of a brain hemorrhage October 22, 1998, age 56, and was cremated in Bendigo Crematorium. Andrew Clonan said at the time his wife identified the body in the presence of police that his brother was cremated, unusual for a Catholic priest because the family was short of money, but, but, source quoted in Birmingham Sunday Mercury newspaper claimed several priests had spotted Father Clonan in the city on a number of occasions over the past year. Maybe he made a comeback. Maybe he pulled a Jesus. Maybe it's a resurrection. Maybe Mel Gibson can make another movie about him and make another 250 million bucks. The source claimed he's lost a lot of weight but otherwise had not changed much and he was using an Irish passport which stated his profession as a teacher. How do you like that? Yeah. I just mentioned that in passing. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. What's your take on the abuse of Iraqi prisoners? We're asking today, neilrogers.com. 444 votes we got, which is two-thirds of the way to you-know-what. We got 444. Bush has to go, 201, and those people are... Oh, my God. Absolutely correct, sir. Rumsfeld has to go, 83. I have no life. Only the abusive officers should be punished, 57. It's all part of war, 50. It's just one of them things. Schmidt happens, 50. I just don't give a Schmidt, 32, and they must have deserved it, 21. 21 people, almost 5% say, they had it coming, okay? Stick it to them. Bring it on. They had it coming. Like that cab driver, for example. Right. He had terrorist. it coming. He was a terrorist. He got out of his car, and that was good enough for us. He was charged an unreasonable terrorist, which made him a terrorist, man. I say turn them pit bulls loose on his ass before noon. Wreck them. 5670560, pound 560. I guess I'm going to have to have a whole pile of stuff here tomorrow, you know I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just not doing those, let's build a silly pool now and have, oh, I got a couple for your list, you know, that, that, I'm all done with that. I'm through with that, you know. Thank God. It served a purpose, what? Huh? It served a purpose, it killed some time, it, you know, ran another few months off the meter that I'm running here, but they, that's it. Yeah, it's like running a meter, you know. Right. Playing out the clock. Right. WQAM, hello. Hey there, I need to speak with, uh, Neil. Speaking. This is Neil? Yes, it is. Hi. I, I, I listen quite often. If I'm lying, you're dying. Hi there. I, I actually, I have this friend of mine, Ron. Well, not my friend, but I hear he's like a friend. He's always calling you. Maybe he needs a job. What are you talking about? Are you what? talking about crazy Ron? Yes. What, what does that a mean? Job. A job doing what? I don't know. Maybe, uh, I don't know. I'm driving everybody crazy. Yeah, why don't you uh, round them up and uh, get lost, okay? Bye, honey. 
See, we have no women. The last book proved that beyond a shadow of a doubt. And when we do get one, it's always somebody like this bitch. I mean, somebody just crazy or certifiable, like that. As if as th this is a topic of conversation in the middle of everything we're talking about that's going on. I'm whipped up into a frenzy here, and she's hocking me a chinic about crazy Ron. Hi! Hi! That one there, who makes <laughs> that one seem almost normal by comparison, but you notice I underline the almost yeah, almost no several question. times. She's probably calling from the same home. Yes. Why don't you get him a job, okay, honey? Or give him one. There you go. That's something to think about. Be careful where <laughs> you're going with that now, because Josh has his finger all... All sharpened up now. Lubed up and ready to go. He's got that baby lubed up and ready to insert. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. I bet you Duff is coming in. Yes. Hey, uh, I wanted to put someone on your... Uh, yeah, I bet you did. Put this. <laughs> 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 they get they get so frustrated, oh. you know what? They just can't stand it. Oh, but, but you left off the... I mean, there's some more selection. No, that's, you're going to have to cure yourselves of that, okay, folks? No more of that. I got a couple names for your poll. No, no more. That's done. Finished. That was that was a phase. It was it was fine, and it's time. That's over. New ball game now. Got some new play toys we'll bring out. I'm not sure what they are yet, but we'll finger it out. Josh will finger it out. Once he sharpens up his broadcasting tools and skills, he'll finger it out for you. Twenty till. How do you like that? So we got Ron and Ron's accomplice there. I like that. Yeah. In fact, let's let her be sitting on Gary Sarner's lap when that plane goes down. Huh? She that was Ron before during Phase One, if you recall. She was what? She was an accomplice during Phase One. Ron Phase One. I, I don't recall. I, 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 I washed that from my yeah. brain. Are you serious? I am sure. I remember these things. Well, you are more intimately involved in that. Oh yeah. Maybe we'll have to send the authorities Close. back to pay them a visit again. Tight. Right. 20 till noon at 560 WQM. We've got the highly rated Jim Mandich and Henry Goldberg between 2 and 7 this afternoon. The Hebrew Hammer will be at Shula Stake 2. Hurricane Hotline at 7. We apologize for that because who really cares? Uh, the Big O oh. at 8. And again, more apologies necessary. And then Eddie K at 10. No apology needed. Although, how'd you like to have to follow uh, uh, Panther Hockey, huh? Poor Eddie. That winter. Can you imagine if we had something on like 7 to 10 that people would have listened to? Nice no. could have been strong in that winter book. We could have been no. like number one, man. No. We could have been number one overall. No. Even with that weak sister we got on there in the morning, man, the weakest link between 5 and 8 and a.m., man, she is just pathetic. Absolutely. God. Joe Rose certainly showed his ass to that one, didn't he? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. he huh? <laughs> oh, I'm just picturing it. Well, <laughs> pretty big picture. Yeah. What are we going to do I with that the piece of crap? I dumped the bitch right now. Well, something to think about. They'd sure like to, I'll tell you that. And in case there's anybody out there who don't know who we're referring to, it's... Howard from Boca. 19 till noon at QAM. Let's face it, you've been hearing me talk about Fast Train for Raccoon's Age on this show, and now... Maybe you've been wondering if it makes sense for you, since your life seems to be going no place. I have no life. Maybe that's your deal. Well, the facts are simple. If you have the dedication, Fast Train can provide you with the necessary training, and they can help you achieve that new high-paying computer career in just four short months. By the end of the summer, you can be on your way to making some real serious cash, like Gary Sarner, for example, or Todd Dreck. Fast Train's got day, night, and weekend classes, financial assistance available for those who qualify, too. Once you complete your classes, Fast Train will even help you out in getting a new computer job. It's just that easy. So if you're sick and tired of having your life be on a treadmill going no place, just pick up that phone and change it. Call Fast Train at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. They have seven locations, including Miami, Kendall, Fort Lauderdale, and Pembroke Pines, so there's bound to be one nearby you. 
Call them today. Check them out on the web first if you like it, FastTrain.com. And when you make that call, be sure and mention Todd Reck for some extra brownie points. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Sports Radio 560. QAM. Start bombing Baghdad. Do it every day. I want to watch it on TV. Iraq, Iraq. We've nothing to lose. It should take a day. Let us just put an end to it. Iraq, Iraq. I want to wake up. And see their cities don't exist. Hook in thin air and tell that Saddam Hussein. We're really pissed. You're under my skin. That little piece of shh. Ain't getting away. I'll get the mob to make a hit. Their cities are blown to bits of blue, baby. And say that we're number one, top of the heat. We can't be beat, but can we have one? And when all the boys are there, I'll do a show with that chick share and say goodbye. Till noon. Ouch. You're the one that's good. Get out of here. Paul shows, and uh, the reason I played that long bit, even though it's very ponderous and old and weak, is yeah. I was on the phone with my financial guy. Oh. That's my suggestion for him, okay? Or maybe for me. So tell me what I think they have these lines written down on 3 by 5 cards. Oh, just I... relax. These companies aren't going out of business yet. Uh, I've heard all these same songs before, you know what? Yeah. The market is very volatile right now. I, I, I just, I never, yeah. 
All of these things. Oh, these things come back so fast. Uh, it's like they're all on three-by-five cards. All of these things. At the Snake Oil Salesman University. Anyway, don't want to be heaping all of my uh, source on everybody else, do I? Yeah. Why not? Polls show majority want U.K. troops to pull out. This is the uh, U.K. independent newspaper today, this morning. Should be British troops pull out of Iraq by the 30th of June by about... About 30, man. That's the question. The response, yes, 55%, no, 28%, don't know, 17%. They're too worried about the Queen. How do you like that? Hmm. Two to one margin, 55 to 28. Pull all Iraqi troops out by June 30th. And I should point out that the Brits acted, as you saw, incredibly defensive and paranoid. Mm -hmm. Oh, the mirror, the Daily Mirror is just making all of these things up. The photos are doctored. Guess what? The same crap was going on in Basra and in the south of Iraq as was going on up uh, in uh, all these other places. As Abu Ghraib. Man. Always in denial, though, those Brits, those bloody Brits. Oh, we wouldn't be doing anything like that. That's those bloody Americans doing it, those barbarians. And, of course, we all remember how well the Brits treated those people in their massive empire, <laughs> all their subjects. Oh, yes, with like, the greatest like of dignity. the Indians. Right. Like Gandhi was just a troublemaker. And the South Africans, too, right. always with the greatest of dignity. Yes. And not to forget Las <laughs> Malvinas. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The mushroom supply just came in, I can tell. I wish. Even by long distance, I can smell it. Oh, speaking of smelling, Rush Limbaugh and the Babes of Abu Ghraib. Ghraib. This is written by Kurt Nemo and Counterpunch. It's on our website today, I do believe. Either yesterday or today. I put this stuff on there yesterday, not knowing whether you would, and I'm glad I did, because I don't think you did. I did not. I don't think you did on Saturday either. No, I slacked. I thought you'd be back like on Saturday. I'll just pretend I didn't hear that. Torture at the Abu Ghraib prison in Iraq? Question mark. It's no different than fraternity hazing, or so declares the king of reactionary radio, Rush Limbaugh. Beating and killing Iraqi detainees, according to Limbaugh, is good fun. I'm talking about people having a good time. These people, CIA agents and MPs at Abu Ghraib. You ever heard of emotional release? You heard of need to blow off some steam? Limbaugh asked the caller. This is no different than what happens at the Skull and Bones initiation, and we're going to ruin people's lives over it, and we're going to hamper our military effort, and then we're really going to hammer them because they had a good time. Limbaugh's attracted to people who torture. On his May 3rd show, the loudmouth drug addict said, Have you noticed, have you people noticed who the torturers are? Women, the babes, the babes are meeting out the torture. Limbaugh's talking about special, um, sabri, what is it? What does that mean? S-P-E-C. Isn't there a word that's supposed to follow that? I don't know. Anyway, Sabrina D. Harmon, a military police officer, has been charged with abusing detainees at Abu Ghraib. Harmon is now probably the world's most infamous dominatrix of sadomasochism. She took her orders from Army military intelligence officers, CIA operatives, and civilian contractors who conducted brutal Israeli-style interrogations. She's accused of photographing dead Iraqis, posing with corpses, striking several prisoners by jumping on them as they lay in a pile, writing rapist on a prisoner's leg, and attaching wires to a prisoner's hands and penis while he stood on a box with his head covered. Most of us would likely find Harmon seriously deranged and in need of years of psychological treatment, but Limbaugh finds her and PFC Linda England attractive. England is featured in many of the torture photos, and once she smiles happily with a cigarette clenched between her teeth as she points at a hooded Iraqi man's private parts. That's my girl. England's boyfriend, Sergeant Charles Grainer, is a former prison guard with a history of domestic violence. 
None of this bothers Rush. On the contrary, Harmon and England are patriotic Americans innocently engaged in good old American pornography, as Limbaugh said on May 6th, more like good old American snuff films. In fact, for Limbaugh, torture is a good thing. It builds character. Americans are too squeamish, too wimpy, unable to face up to the neocon plan of total war against Muslims and Arabs. The war Bush has promised will last for generations. I think a lot of the American culture is being feminized. I think the reaction to this stupid torture is an example of the feminization of this country, he told his audience. In other words, if torturing people makes you sick, you're effeminate or maybe French. Get used to it, Rush seems to be saying. There's more where that came from. For Russian the neocons, it's all about humiliating and torturing as many Arabs as possible. It could well be that the whole purpose here, which has been said, was to humiliate these prisoners. And there's no better way of doing it than what was done. These are Arab males. What better way to humiliate them than to have a woman or have authority over them? What's the purpose here? What's the objective of this? The objective is to soften them up for interrogation later on. As I said, there was no horror, there was no terror, there was no death, no injuries, nothing, said Rush. Never mind that people were killed and photographed by Limbaugh's centerfold, Sabrina D. Harmon. The point Rush is making is that Arabs are untermenschen, subhumans, and they don't experience horror and injury the same way Americans do. It's okay to saddle up a 70-year-old Iraqi woman with a harness and ride her around like a donkey because Arabs are immune to terror and abuse. And it goes on. Rush Limbaugh and the babes of Abu Ghraib. Yeah, nobody died. Right. Well, a few, just a few. That were beaten to death, but yeah. Just a few. And the Brits, by the way, uh, beat a few of them to death also, mm, yeah, plus raping well. the um, young uh, male prisoners. Mm-hmm. Well, all of these things. In the war against terror. Terror. You're doing a superb job. Oh, yeah, you're doing a hell of a job, especially over there in the camps, man. Wait till they start taking them in to take those showers. <clears throat> What's your take on the abuse of Iraqi prisoners is our question. Bush has to go 243. Rumsfeld has to go 104. This is out of 534 votes. Only the abusive officer should be punished 62. It's part of war 55. I just don't give a schmidt 43, 8%. They don't care. No matter what, they just don't care. They want to hear... About 30, man. A lot more of that. And they will. And they must have deserved it, 27. 5% say they had it coming. Damn schmata heads. Raghead barbarians. They had it coming. They shouldn't have bombed us on, uh, you know, 9-11. That'll teach them not to do it again. Oh, by the way, the number of Iraqi dead so far. See, the British newspapers actually list the numbers each week Go for on. the week and so far the total. Why would they do that? Because they're not like the uh, American press. They're not totally intimidated yet. Not totally controlled and brainwashed. 16,000 dead Iraqis hmm. in a year. 1,195 U.S. and uh, Brits. Almost 1,200. 16,000 Iraqis. Well, they shouldn't have attacked us. Shouldn't have been having them weapons of mass destruction all over the That's place. right. And those plans. Should have been having dinner with Osama, your mama. Those and consorting trailers. with all these other evil doers. Harboring terrorists. Shouldn't have been putting that chemical weapons that we gave them on their uh, own people. Four minutes till noon at 560 WQAM. Nobody wants to talk about cancer, heart disease, all of these horrible things, and yet we owe it to ourselves and our families to be sure that we're in good health. It's a proven fact that disease responds extremely well to treatment if detected early. That's the key. There's an amazing place. It's called Hollywood Diagnostic Center. I was there about three, four weeks ago. They're proud to announce their virtual colonoscopy, coronary heart scoring, and full-body screening exams that can detect cancer, other life-threatening diseases in their early stages. A doctor's referral isn't even needed. For all your imaging exams, call Hollywood Diagnostic Center, 
966-3600 for the test that can give you and your family peace of mind. If you have a really good exam like I did, you walk out of there, get the results, and you think, hey, I'm going to live like at least another week or two. At Hollywood Diagnostic Center, they offer state-of-the-art imaging equipment with open MRI, high-speed CAT scan, nuclear medicine, and much, much more. These folks have been serving the South Florida community for over 20 years, and their facility also provides a complete mobile diagnostic service that can come right to you, like, for example, when George's mother breaks her arm and leg and neck. So call Hollywood Diagnostic Says for your imaging exam today at 954-966-3600. That's 954-966-3600. It could be a life-saving call. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. I'm Frau Ileana Ross-Leitman, and I like scrubbing my smelly gorilla ass with soap made from jewels and listening to the near Roche Amunista Hour. Have a little weenie for lunch here. Is that okay? Having a Slim Jim and cheese. Well, there you go. See? Great minds work alive. I know Presidente called the Iraqis Iraqs. To provide security will continue on July 1st and beyond. On July 1st. Okay, you ready for that? On July 1st. Oh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. We're going to turn it over to somebody. Here's the keys to the kingdom. Anybody want them? No. Oh. Well, don't. No, I'll jump it right once now. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this is already May the 10th. June 30th, we're handing over the keys to the kingdom to somebody over there. We're not really sure who. Paul Bremer, by the way, is foaming at the mouth. You see what he said the other day about how they waited and waited on this thing with the abuse of the prisoners, and they knew about it for months, and the International Red Cross has been screaming and yelling. The Brits finally admitted that in early February, they were mm-hmm. warned by the uh, International Red Cross about the abuse at Basra by the British troops. Mm-hmm. At the same time, the Brits were saying their new, uh, news media, oh, it's all uh, a bunch of phony pictures. It's, uh, yeah. Oh, well, I guess we were wrong. But it's probably tea time anyway in Britain, wouldn't you think? <laughs> Isn't it always? It's always tea time. That's why they spend so much time in the tea room. Here's a fax from Jeff who says, Welcome back. We went to Rome a few years ago after hearing you for so long. We went all over the place in Italy. Then we went to London, Paris after 9-11. Everyone was sympathetic, treated us like kings. The French kissed our asses. 
That's all been shot to hell. Thanks, W. In fact, I was talking about this with some friends over the weekend when we were still in Europe. The fact that right after 9-11, we had the whole world on our side. The whole world loved America. They felt for us. They empathized. They sympathized. They wanted to do everything. They wanted to massage our parts. They loved us. Two months is all it took for W to turn that right around. Turn the entire world against us. Anyway, Jeff says, this year we'll be going to Vegas and San Francisco, not Budapest and Prague like I want. Can't wait to pay $3 a gallon. P.S. Where are my guilty noises? <coughs> Jeff wants to know. <coughs> well. <laughs> there you go. That should keep you uh, until at least 1 o'clock. <sighs> keep you going through the lunch hour, Jeff. Calm down. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Don't forget we got the Preakness coming up Saturday, right? Dave right. Johnson will be calling in on Friday. Shona. I gave you the uh, triple man. What's the name of the horse that won the Derby that I picked? Smokey is smar smarmy uh, Adams Grizzly Adams, whatever it is, I forget. Smokey Bear. Canadian horse. Won the Derby easy in the mud. And Imperialism with uh, Kent DeSormo aboard finished third. I told you he'd be on a, in a money. And Dave Johnson said, oh, he's not fast enough, Neil. I'm so sorry. 940-some dollar triple, I do believe. Probably some people cash, but they don't want to call and say, hey, thanks a lot, Neil. You made us some money. That would, that would be, you know, that would be bad. Let's see. Kentucky Derby. Oh, yeah, I already got this. It's on our website, and I'm going to get to it, but I don't know why you oh, just faxed this to me. I guess you're not checking very closely, okay? Yeah. It's about Jose Santos. We love you, Jose. Always liked Jose Santos, number one and number two. Now I like him even better than ever because he's suing the Herald. Oh! Nice going, Jose, baby. In fact, I think it's the same. Yeah, it's the same AP story. The jockey who rode funny side to victory in last year's Kentucky Derby and Preakness Stakes is suing the Herald for libel. All right. Remember, you know, even you remember that bit where they showed the... Uh, that yes, make indeed. believe that the imaginary uh, battery that he supposedly had in his hand. Right. I, th I think somebody at the Herald should have a battery up there. Rectum. Yeah, let's get all those uh, Iraqi abusers. Uh, let's bring them over to One Herald Plaza, okay? And start abusing those Herald publishers, those right-wing lunatics, those maniacs, those panderers. Jose is seeking $48 million in damages in federal lawsuit filed last Tuesday in U.S. District Court in Louisville. The suit contends that the Herald printed articles and photographs about the Chilean jockey that were libelous even after Santos directly and inarguably disagreed with and contradicted, denied all the allegations presented by a reporter during a telephone interview. Robert Beatty, attorney and spokesman for the Unctuous Herald Publishing Company, said yesterday he hadn't seen the lawsuit. Once we do, we'll analyze it and determine the appropriate response, he said, but I can assure you we will be defending against the allegations vigorously. You should only rot at the Herald, okay? And by the way, Howard Cohen, nice story there about those ratings, huh? You idiot. <laughs> Man. Did they ever print a correction on that? No. See, that's the thing about the newspapers. They just put any kind of crap they want in there, and then if it turns out that they're wrong, if they ever do print a retraction or correction, it's a little teeny tiny print somewhere, like on a page where they got all the uh, subscription information, you know, that nobody reads. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's their idea of a correction. Big 106, not hurt by shock jock loss. Right, you should live so long. They went from a nine-something share in February to a 1.8 men in March. What's eight ninths? A ninth is like eleven. It's uh, almost ninety percent of their audience vanished in one month. And this jackass, this clown, this idiot in the business section at the Herald writes a week ago Friday 
Big 106, not hurt by loss of shock jock. And then Tom Jerka, by the way, our good close personal friend, Muff gives him all the numbers, okay? He gives him the graphs and the charts and the numbers for this and for that. And, of course, Duff, he's uh, seen a few numbers in his time. Has Tom, I checked the Sun Sentinel every single day, and I even uh, confabulated with Muff about it this morning in our pre-show pre meeting. I said, I didn't see uh, Tom Jicker write a word about it, did he? And he said, no. How do you like that, with egg on his puss? He said, no, didn't write a word. Give him all the numbers, all the information. That's the kind of information you get in the South Florida fish wrappers, boys and girls. You don't have a, re a real newspaper. The only hope for mankind is the Internet. And that's pretty sad because it's a little right. on a scary side, like that 18-year-old kid in, in Germany with his Sasser virus. They ought, to, they ought to stick him on top of a box and stick those wires up to his, his hands and his penis. Don't you think? Oh, yeah. In fact, uh, let's take a look at the picture and see what he looks like. I'll decide you know, which ones I'm going to take care of. If you want to interrogate him personally. No, I just thought I would clip the wires on. The complaint was brought by Santos and his family, as well as Sacatoga Stable in New York, which owned Funnyside. The newspaper, its parent company, Night Ritter Inc., and several employees are named as defendants. To prove liable, Santos would have to show the newspaper had knowledge that the facts were reported false or had acted with reckless disregard of the truth. Stewards investigated the finish of last year's Kentucky Derby after a photograph and story in the newspaper last May raised questions about whether Santos might have carried an illegal device, a battery in his right hand, when he crossed the finish line. Stewards later concluded Santos was holding only his whip. The newspaper reported Santos said he carried an object in his hand during the race, and they described it as a cue-ring to alert an outrider to his presence. The jockey, who speaks English with a heavy accent, later said there was a misunderstanding. He was talking about his cure bracelet for arthritis. See? No spigot and no picket pani. Now, what what kind of Spanish do they speak in Chile? Spanish, like the, Spanish Chilean Spanish, Spanish. What kind of an answer is that? It's uh, It's Spanish, but, you know, there are subtleties between the countries. I see. Just five six seven zero oh, five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Let's get some additions for this pool today. <laughs> What's your take on the abuse of the Iraqi prisoners? Bush has to go two sixty six. Rumsfeld has to go. Rummy is crummy. One hundred and fifteen. Lying piece of crap. Lying Nazi bastard. Hermann Goering Jr. Only the abusive officers should be punished. Seventy three. It's part of War 62. I just don't give a schmidt. 47, almost 8%. They just, they refuse to care. And they must have deserved it. 28, 4.7% out of nearly 600 votes. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I don't want to turn into a music show, but have you ever heard that? Let's do a music show. Have you ever heard that Beach Boys song, uh, Kokomo? WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Wow. WQM, hello. Change the topic already. WQM, hello. Yeah, I do believe that SPEC would be a specialist. However, they could be an SMSPEC. SNM? Yeah, that would probably work. SNM specialist. Okay, thanks. I think that's what we got over there is a lot of SNM specialists, don't you? Yes. Yeah. See, this is working out real well, not building the pool. I, I don't care. I really don't care. You can't just talk. I beg your pardon? They can't just have a conversation. No, they, they have nothing to say about anything. We've already figured that out a long time ago, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. But, boy, if you got a pool, uh, uh, name me a movie, name me a singer, name me a song, name me a uh, a uh, mountain, name me uh, something, a planet. 
All the movies that begin with R. What's your favorite uh, erotic, uh, exotic metal? Oh. How about heavy metal? <laughs> I like the noble gases, personally. Sad. Very sad. Play the sound effect. South Florida, man. It's America at its purest and most pathetic. It's exactly what you see is what you get. WQAM, hello. Yeah, how you doing? Can I speak to Neil, please? Speaking. Hey, Neil, how you doing? I'm doing good. Listen, in reference to what you were talking about, Slush, on yeah. Friday he also said that it was Clinton's fault that all this abuses were going on because of the don't ask, don't tell. Um, well, that, that must be it. These must all be fags out there, including Oh, yeah, Wendy, yeah, who, uh, yeah. Of course, he should have never put them on there for a rush. There you go. No, don't make that mistake again, pal. Just rush away from that spot on the dial. Oh, no, we have to hear Rush. Love that, love that. Yeah. Very sad. 12.13 at 5.60 WQA, and Voom is the only entertainment system designed for high-definition TV specifically. Voom, V-O-O-M, as in Vavavoom, has over 35 channels of HD programming, three times more than anybody else. Voom has exclusive HD channels of movies, sports, music, and news not available on cable or satellite. Voom has your favorite cable networks like MTV, ESPN, CNN. Voom's got your favorite local channels in both high definition and standard definition, too. Voom's got over 100 channels of great entertainment, and they deliver the most amazing, clearest, best picture you've ever seen in your life. Call 1-866-848-8666 or visit voom.com for a limited time offer. <coughs> they offer your free installation, no upfront cost, no long-term commitment. Better get booming because this offer ends May 31, just in three weeks. So call today for details, 1-866-848-8666, or check them on the web at voom.com. Live and local, we are Sports Radio 560 QAM. In a car accident, have you been injured at work? Are you a middle-aged albino former pop star accused of child molestation? Then you need the law offices of Thomas Mesereau, Jr. We specialize in auto accidents, dog bites, medical malpractice, workers' compensation, and surgically altered freaks charged with being a little too fond of little boys. Hi, I'm Thomas Mesereau, Jr. If your innocence is as plain as the nose on your face, call my toll-free number. Your first consultation is free, even if you're a moonwalking hermaphrodite who thinks he's Peter Pan. I am Peter Pan. Simone. I don't get paid unless you win, and you won't win unless I get paid. So hand over the deed to the ranch, and you might have a chance. Don't leave your case dangling like a baby over a hotel balcony. Call the law offices of Thomas Mesereau, Jr. today. I'm Thomas Mesereau, Jr., and I guarantee I'll help you beat it. It's a 12-18. Can we still say that? No. Oh, okay. What he really meant to say was... Eat it. 12-18 at 560 WQM. Happy Monday to you. It's May the 10th. Uh, gosh, I missed the El Cinco de Mayo. Oh, we had a party. Did you have a big party on that day? Invited all the Mexicans. Red Cross report describes abuse in Iraq. The Red Cross saw American officers mistreating Abu Ghraib prisoners by keeping them naked in total darkness in empty cells, and up to 90% of Iraqi detainees were arrested by mistake, according to a report disclosed today. Let me just read that last line again there. Up to 90% of Iraqi detainees were arrested by mistake. Like cab drivers, for example? Right, for example. The report by the International Committee of the Red Cross supports its allegations that abuse of Iraqi prisoners by American soldiers was broad and not individual acts contrary to President Bush's contention that the mistreatment was the wrongdoing of a few. 
ICRC delegates directly witnessed and documented a variety of methods used to secure the cooperation of the persons deprived of their liberty with their interrogators, according to the confidential report. The delegates saw in October how detainees at Abu Ghraib were kept completely naked in total empty concrete cells and in total darkness, the report said. It said it found evidence supporting prisoners' allegations of other forms of abuse during arrest, initial detention, and interrogation. Among the evidence were burns, bruises, other injuries consistent with the abuse that prisoners alleged, it said. The 24-page document confirmed by the ICRC as authentic after it was published today by the Wall Street Journal said the abuses were primarily during the interrogation stage by military intelligence. Once the detainees were moved to regular prison facilities, the abuses typically stopped, it said. The report cites abuses, some tantamount to torture, including brutality, hooding, humiliation, and threats of imminent execution. These methods and of psychological and uh, physical coercion were used by military intelligence in a systematic way to gain confessions and extract information on other forms of cooperation from persons who had been arrested in connection with suspected security offenses or deemed to have an intelligence value. The agency said arrests allegedly tended to follow a pattern. Arresting authorities entered houses usually after dark, breaking down doors, waking up residents roughly, yelling orders, forcing family members into one room under military guard while searching the rest of the house and further breaking doors, cabinets, and other property, the report said. We're here to liberate you. Why aren't you thanking us and giving us candy and flowers? Sometimes they arrested all adult males present in the house, including elderly, handicapped, or sick people, it said. Treatment often included pushing people around, insulting, taking in with rifles, punching and kicking and striking with rifles. It said some coalition military intelligence officers estimated between 70 and 90 percent of the persons deprived of their liberty in Iraq have been arrested by mistake. They also attributed the brutality of some arrests to the lack of proper supervision of battle group units. Pierre Cronbuehl, ICRC Director of Operations, said Friday... The report had been given to U.S. officials in February, but it only summarized what the agency had been telling U.S. officials in detail between March and November of last year, either in direct face-to-face -face conversations or written interventions. Cronenbuehl said the abuse of prisoners represented more than isolated acts and that the problems were not limited to Abu Ghraib. We were dealing here with a broad pattern, not individual acts. He said there was a pattern and a system declining to give further details. The report described how male prisoners were forced to parade around in women's underwear. Well, or too bad we don't have that it. song, you know? That Christmas song? We don't? Oh, that's right. It said that information obtained suggested use uh, suggested the use of ill treatment against persons deprived of their liberty went beyond exceptional cases and might be considered a practice tolerated by coalition forces. Cronenbuehl said the ICRC regretted the publication and said it would have preferred sticking to its policy of confidential discussions with coalition authorities because the U.S. had been making progress toward meeting its demands. Uh, they declined to discuss the full report. Yada, yada, yada. But then, of course, these dang pictures got out. You know what? That's the chigger in the woodpile is the pictures got out. Damn it. See, that's the proper training they were talking about. If they were trained not to take pictures, it right. would be a problem. And they keep asking, what kind of lunatics, what kind of maniacs would take pictures of themselves doing all of these things? All of these things. Part of the procedure, they decided. <sighs> Catherine Harris, you're about her plane? I've heard about her peanuts. I heard uh, Gary Sarner was on her plane. That's the rumor I'm starting today. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, Miss Fudge, okay, if there's room in your mouth. Yeah. Puff on it, Matt. Representative Catherine Harris, the former Florida Secretary of State who oversaw the disputed 2000 presidential election, admits she's responsible for a vote going uncounted. Her own. She's a bozo. She's a dumbo. She's a miserable, idiotic bitch. 
Harris forgot to sign her absentee ballot when she voted in Longboat Key's local election March 9. I feel terrible, the Republican said Friday. It's a mistake. I regret it. Harris said she was in a rush to catch a flight. Uh-oh. You hear that? Uh. Catch a flight. Mm -hmm. To Washington, D.C. when she handed the unsigned ballot to her husband to send in. She said she usually votes in person, has never had trouble before. I know how important voting is, Harris said. Oh, what a line that is, huh? She knows how to fix an election with the best of them. The election decided the fate of a proposed community center, yada, yada, yada. That doesn't make any difference. Harris later received a letter from the supervisor informing her that her vote didn't count. This story to me, this is one of the most amazing things. Poor Dr. Bob. Wouldn't he Wouldn't he be just shocked right now? The Krispy Kreme story? Yeah. You talk about it? Nope. Well, why not? You're saving it for me. Yeah, fat talk. Hey, you like your Krispy Kreme, well, man. Don't kid me. Had one this morning. Uh-huh. Liar. How about you, Josh, like Krispy Kreme? We had Krispy Kreme all over the place in here. I like Dunkin' Donuts, Donuts better, actually. Oh, my God. I have just lost it. <laughs> we'll find it. That has got to be the most unbelievable <laughs> comment in the history of the subhuman race. You like Dunkin' Donuts better than Krispy Kreme. You know what that's like saying? What? That's like saying you'd rather sniff you'd rather sniff Scoran's ass for six hours than have a banana split. You'd rather put your nostrils under Duff's armpit for six years than enjoy a delicious plate of spaghetti bolognese in Rome like I had. Spaghetti pomodoro. Man, I'll tell you, the food in Rome continues to be. There's just nothing like it. Man. I wish I weighed about 20 pounds when I went there, you know? And just had to eat like several meals a day just to stay alive. You really said you like crispy, you like uh, Dunkin' Donuts. I'm going to give you a chance to change your mind on that. Now, do you want to stand by that answer? Yeah. What does he know? He's just a punk. Now, do you don't eat the Krispy Kremes that we have in the building for free? No, they're a little too sugary, you know? I don't know. A little too sweet. Maybe if you'd start eating Krispy Kreme instead of Dunkin' Donuts, you'd stop talking through your teeth like that. Maybe it makes you, it makes you grit your teeth when you eat the Dunkin' Donuts. They suck. They're the worst. I, w I wouldn't feed Dunkin' Donuts to like to like a starving uh, Saudi Arabian in the de to a peasant in the desert. I wouldn't feed Dunkin' Donuts to some schlepper on the street here, saying spare some change, Mister. I wouldn't feed them Dunkin' Donuts, eh? Krispy Kreme hit by the Atkins craze. Oh my God! Yeah, we'll get into that. Heavy duty. Even though uh, Josh would rather hear about. It. I, I notice. That Dunkin' Donuts stock uh, ain't affected because nobody gives a flying crap about Dunkin' Donuts. So there's no story about them. But you continue eating those, which leaves a lot of Krispy Kreme for George and everybody else, right? Right, until we die. Good idea. Good thinking. 26 past noon at 560 WQAM. Let me tell you right now about our friends at Financial Group. You've heard me talk about these people and their incredible Only One Mortgage program with an unbeatable one and a quarter percent rate for the purchase or refinancing of your home. One and a quarter percent. That's just 334 bucks a month on a $100,000 loan, $668 a month on a $200,000 loan. Now they're advertising on TV. They're all over the radio. This program's got everybody talking. The only one mortgage makes it possible, and only the financial group makes it available to you. So refinance your current home, get money for renovations, move to another home, and never, ever pay fees or closing costs again. You pay zero closing costs. 
Zero credit bureau fees, zero application fees, zero discounted points, zero everything. Kind of like Greg Reed, zero all the way around. This is for real. Just call Financial Group toll-free at 1-866-395-LEND to find out more. That's 1-866-395-LEND, the only one mortgage that's the only mortgage you'll ever need. They're an equal housing lender. Credit restrictions apply. 4.25 APR rates subject to change monthly. My and Lobo. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Back in the day when someone done us wrong, we didn't take their crap. In Pearl Harbor, when the Japs dropped their bombs, we bombed them back. And now the Saudis, they hit us hard. And on our cars, our little flags wave. As that Saudi-loving retard points the bombers the wrong way. And I'm embarrassed to be an American Where they follow bush like sheep The United States of arrogance Led by Bush and his family Breathing on this country Handling towards the darkest days in our history I don't want to be a Pax American USA What's a few thousand innocent lives? Stop living in the past. If you want that SUV to drive, you're gonna need more gas. It's the greatest country in the world. They train us to believe. And anyone who says that, obviously, can't afford to leave. And I'm embarrassed to be an American Where we patriotically Wave a flag in one hand With our head in the sand And blindly follow the powers that be Apathetic Watching state from news On a 65-inch screen Scratch your fart Everything's okay In the USA Gosh dang, 1232 at 560 WQM. This just in from the uh, the Daily Mirror. You know, the one that yes. published all those phony pictures? pictures with the right. Coalition forces were yesterday accused of a catalog of sex crimes against Iraqi prisoners. U.S. forces were alleged to have committed wide-ranging sex attacks on prisoners, and three British soldiers were said to be facing sex assault charges, sex assault. London and Washington were braced for a fierce backlash from the new revelations. New Yorker magazine published a photo of dogs threatening a naked inmate at Abu Ghraib prison. We got that on our website. And the same man with blood streaming from his leg after he was apparently bitten. The U.S. was expecting the publication of more photos and a video from the notorious jail in Baghdad that are thought to show U.S. soldiers raping a woman prisoner. Troops are also seen beating a detainee to within an inch of his life. A video is expected to emerge taken by U.S. soldiers showing young boys being raped by Iraqi guards. Photos of soldiers acting inappropriately with a dead body also exist. Quasimodo would be proud. One accused, Sabrina Harmon, is said to be posing with a decomposing corpse with her thumbs up. Pentagon sources warn that the abuse of dead bodies, possibly murder victims, is a recurring feature in the sickening material. I'm going to read that paragraph again. While I get sick. 
Photos of soldiers acting inappropriately with a dead body also exist. One accused, Sabrina Harmon, is said to be posing with a decomposing corpse with her thumbs up. Pentagon sources warned that the abuse of dead bodies, possibly murder victims, is a recurring feature in the sickening material. It was announced that the unreleased pictures will be handed over to Congress by the Pentagon. Senator John Warner said lawmakers would be allowed to view them in private, but Senator Lindsey Graham said the Bush administration needed to make the photos public as soon as possible. You know that drooling Lindsey Graham? Yeah. He said if there's more to come, let's get it out. For God's sake, let's talk about it because men's and women's lives are at stake, he said. For God's sake. Gosh dang it. Last week, Mr. Graham warned the public needs to understand we're talking about rape and murder over here. The administration is prepared for a damaging fallout. A worried defense official said it's a time bomb. The expected stream of filth loomed as British troops were also accused of sexually abusing prisoners. Three soldiers of the Royal Regiment of Fusiliers. What the hell is that? They don't come no sillier than them. Just a few silly Brits. Are said to face charges of sexual assault, including rape and breach of the Geneva Convention, after photos showed prisoners being forced to take part in homosexual acts. Oh, my God. Well, they're Brits. What do you expect, okay? Bunch of people that worship a queen. What do you expect? The abuses came to light when staff at a photo lab alerted the police. Kelly Tilford, who worked at Max Spielman Photographic Shop in Tamworth Staffs yesterday, described in graphic detail the picture she saw of Iraqis being sexually abused. Kelly, 23, was processing a film taken by soldier Gary Bartlam a year ago. She ended the pictures to police. They passed them out to military authorities who launched a probe, if you'll pardon that expression. Oh, man. Kelly told the mirror it was a film of about 24 pictures all taken in Iraq. Most of them showed general scenes of soldiers holding weapons posing for the camera, but there were four of them that really shocked and disgusted me. They were horrible, she said. The first showed a prisoner being forced to perform oral sex on a soldier. The prisoner was screwing up his face in disgust. He looked deeply ashamed. The second showed two naked Iraqi men with one apparently being forced to rape the other one. The third appears to be taken in some kind of warehouse and showed a naked Iraqi looking terrified being dangled in a net from the lifting gear of a forklift truck. He was being held about 15 feet off the ground and looked absolutely petrified. At the wheel of the forklift was a soldier in uniform, and you could clearly see his face. Two British soldiers were watching what was going on and smirking. The fourth one showed a group of Iraqi men all naked sitting on the ground. There were about ten of them sitting or squashed up together, but none of them were on top of another. Some of them looked scared. Some of them looked ashamed. Labor MP Alice Mahon said, The sickening twist of this already horrific tale diminishes us all. The news that Iraqi women and children were raped is a truly horrifying turn for the worse. Are we really to believe that these soldiers are the only ones responsible? Was there not a chain of command? We need answers from Washington and London about what those orders were and uh, who gave them, etc. There you go. We better get that on the website, too, I guess. They're blowing so. off steam. Is that what it is? Good fun. Yeah. That's what Rush says. Just boys will be boys, girls will be girls. It was the babes that were doing a lot of the stuff, those hot babes. Just pathetic. People who are there... Uh, and, and all of them, virtually all of them, and we've done extensive research on interviews with their loved ones, their relatives, their friends back in their hometowns, whether in West Virginia or Maryland or any place else around the country, say they have no way, they, they can't understand how it's possible that these people did allegedly what they're at least seen as having done in these pictures. As you look at those young faces, what goes through your mind? They are the face of America, Wolf, and not only that, uh, they're smiling just as they are in the pictures. And that's why when my colleague says, you know, well, let's just uh, keep this investigation quiet, let's recover. We can't recover, by the way, if we're looking like we're covering up. 
And these young men and women were smiling in those pictures because they believed that they were doing the right thing. Well, Ellen, Ellen, you And you have just dropped uh, several notches on a Richter scale. You've got some serious work to do, Mister. Now you eat like two Krispy Kreme donuts. You got diabetes. Like, how, how can you handle that? I already have diabetes, okay, See? Mister. And you can't you can't eat only two. You I have to have not, at least three. I think you got it. You have to have only th at least three, okay? I only had one this morning. Yeah. Well, what's the excuse for that? I took one and then I ran away from the other ones and ate it in here. <laughs> but, I, but ate it right next to the box, I would have had five. That's for sure. You can't eat only three. Twenty-one to one at five sixty. WQM. We got the Mad Dog at one. At the two at one. All right. I like the sound one, of that at two. two. You got the Humper, the Hebrew Hammer at four, and then after that, it's uh, well, it's Monday. What do you want? No ball games. That attendance has been uh, dropping badly. Although Muff said they had thirty thousand people there because it was it was. Uh, uh, Dar, what was it? Dontrell cap uh, flip off uh, your coach uh, something night. What was it? Was that uh, like Dontrell hat night? Was, uh, well, he made it a little more complicated than that. He kept flipping something. But that's Duff, you know. She's got a real sense of humor. He said thirty thousand for the giveaway night, but the other games have been a little on the weak side. Thirteen thousand for the Dodgers. Fourteen, sixteen, twelve thousand. A little on the weak side, I would say. Maybe everybody's bailed out of town. You think? Yeah. An excellent idea too. Hey, is your company suffering from regulations that increase labor costs? Let Oasis Outsourcing help you when it comes to the people side of your business. Payroll administration, Fortune 500 company employee benefits, human resource services, and risk management are just a few of the services Oasis Outsourcing can cover to help your business be more profitable. Call Oasis Outsourcing today for a free evaluation at 1-866-AT-OASIS. That's 1-866-286-2747. With more than 60,000 employees worldwide, Oasis Outsourcing understands the many facets of human resource management. Outsourcing is being recognized by firms large and small as a powerful management choice, which lets you focus on your core business while leaving the operational details to our friends at Oasis Outsourcing. So let Oasis Outsourcing make your business more profitable. If you want a free evaluation, no obligation, call them. Call them toll-free, 1-866-AT-OASIS. That's 1-866-286-2747 for Oasis Outsourcing. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. Rogers got. Fox News girls really knocked me out. 
John Kerry, by the way, have you noticed how little we've seen of him these last couple of weeks? I mean, where Except is for, he? Uh, the ads, finally, which are kind of weak, but at least yeah. they're there now. But where the hell is he, though, in the middle of all of this? He ought to be screaming and yelling and carrying on, shouting from the rooftops. We see a lot of Joe Biden. We see plenty of Ted Kennedy. We see lots of uh, John McCain. Where the hell is John Kerry? Maybe he's Biden his time. Either that or maybe he's trying to get the medals back. Now, getting back to Krispy Kreme, the important stuff. In fact, let's do that poll. What do you say? Not not on the uh, website, but just for the hell of it. That'll give them something to call about. Don't you think? Okay. Krispy Kreme or Dunkin' Donuts. Or maybe they got some other ones they like. Is there another? Uh, I don't know any other ones. As far as a big chain? Not that yeah. I know. A big chain. A human chain. Krispy Kreme hit by Atkins craze. This is uh, shocking. Donut maker Krispy Kreme has seen its shares plunge after it warned that demand is being hit by the craze for low-carb diets. Every, everybody and their brother now is low carbing it. I mean, beer is low carbonate. Uh, uh, Subway, uh, every uh, fast food joint is low carbonate. Oh, and you'll be pleased to know that the pet rat was still there at McDonald's on the dam rack. Well, that's good. I, I don't did understand you, that. It's, it? it's always under, you know, the deep fryer they have where the fries are uh, cooking. Right. It's always under there. And every time I've stood there waiting for my diet soda, my uh, whatever the hell I'm getting, uh, it comes running out. Maybe it's just a greeting or something. I'm thinking right. maybe it's a mechanical rat. I don't know. You should name it. The firm said donut sales were... I did. I said, hey, Greg, nice to see you in Amsterdam. The firm said donut sales were falling across the industry and that it would close the gourmet bakery until it uh, bought... What? A, oh, a unit that it bought only last year. The news profits were likely to fall, pushed shares down 25% to $23.90. More and more Americans have tried to cut out carbs as part of the popularity of the Atkins diet. Rest in peace. Nice going, Dr. Bob. How can anybody stick to that diet, though, really? I mean, I did it once. How, how can you stick to it? I don't know. I don't know. Well, we have the lights of West Boca in the next break, so maybe that's the answer. Huh? See how I bailed out of that? For the diet's adherence, Krispy Kreme's glazed, gooey confections, as well as baked goods in general, are off the menu. See that, Josh? You don't want to balloon up like uh, the Beast and all those other fat tubs like Zach, all those tubs of crap you got running around there, those bald-headed geeks. I don't think there's any chance of that. The warning marks the first real setback for the company since it went public four years ago. In the intervening time, it's expanded overseas, including in what some would see as a departure from its down-home roots in the U.S. South, an outpost in the upscale Harrods department store in London, no less. This is the BBC website. The brand's endorsement by celebrities has helped drive it to a strong position in the $10 billion donut a year uh, uh, U.S. market. And since floating in, no wonder this is written so awkwardly. It's on the BBC website. It's written like it by a bunch of Brits. 
In a statement, Krispy Kreme had no hesitation in blaming the Atkins diet and its lookalikes, like the uh, South Beach diet, which is absolutely nothing but a real cheap imitation of Atkins. I don't care what anybody says. For several months, there's been increasing consumer interest in low-carbohydrate diets, said Scott Livingood, the firm's president, chief executive, and chairman. He's the C... Oh! 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 When did that start? We started hearing about the CEO and the COO and the uh, C, uh, see you next time. When did that all start? Just uh, subtly, slowly. Man, it's, it's kind of like the um, quartet. You see, are you schmitting me that nobody knows what that is, that they're using no, that term? Nobody. And I'm surprised about the EU thing, because uh, since when did they start acting as a unit? Just uh, because of the money thing? It's the U.S., the U.N., the right. EU, and uh, the Russians. No, now that you mention it, but I thought Israel was in there somewhere. In what? In the quartet. Oh, they're in there all right. They're stealing all the halava. The trend has had little discernible effect on our business last year, but recent market data suggests consumer interest in low-carb diets has heightened significantly following the beginning of this year and has accelerated the last two to three months. From now on, he said the firm will focus on the core donut business, which means that the writing is on the wall for Montana Mills, the gourmet bakery business bought last year for $40 million. In addition, Krispy Kreme is hoping to bring out, here you go, Josh, what you've been waiting for, a low-calorie, sugar-free donut by the end of this year. That yeah. doesn't taste like crap? Oh, and probably going to taste real good, but the crap part you got to keep in mind because that's probably what it's going to make you do. It's probably going to be loaded with like sorbitol and mannitol and maltitol and the old uh, stay close to home. Crapitol. Can't say that no more. Better watch it. That team of uh, button pushers that are lined up at that table I dreamed about, they're going to be on your ass. I'm serious. I really had that dream. They were all. I think I had that dream too. Yeah. They're all just sitting like on this long, long wooden table. And each one had nothing but a little yellow square dump button in front of them. And it had to go right right down that whole committee before it could finally go out on the air, whatever the hell we were talking about. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. WQM, hello. Uh, yes, uh, Neil? Yes. Uh, I got something for you for that uh, no-carb diet. Uh, uh, no Cheney, uh, no uh, Ashcroft, no Rumsfeld, no, okay, no good. Okay, work on it. Wow. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. I think he really wanted to say something about um, Dom Trell Willis and about them caps. But he got, he was, well, it's not a sports show, you know. He was humiliated and embarrassed. He was getting there. 5670560, pound 560 on our AT&T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM, hello. Yeah. Yes, sir. Did you see one of the prisoners in, in one of the photos? He looked like he, uh, he had a swollen package. WQM, hello. Oh, Neil, great that, that's the guy that calls in. His whole thing is swollen package. That's his whole line, whether it's a rock group or whatever it is. Swollen package, okay? That, that's his life. I have no life. Oh, excuse me. 5670560, oh, Krispy Kreme or Dunkin' Donuts. You can do it. Come on. Paper or plastic. I'm gonna. I may just go back to that, uh, like the seven months. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna think about it very seriously. The seven months of what? The no calls. Right. Oh. Oh. I'm pondering it in my mind. Well, you know, maybe you call there, like one over. You know, just just for variety's sake. Because it's too much pressure. It's unfair for us to put this on the public to actually like have something to say about anything. It's a hell of a lot, you know, as opposed to just saying swollen package. You're supposed to do for them, not the other way around. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, welcome back, buddy. Hello? E easy for you to say, yes. Hi, Hi, guys. WQAM, hello. Uh, 
Is Neil there? Speaking. Neil, between Krispy Kreme and Dunkin' Donuts, I would say Krispy Kreme, but, you know, you had asked uh, on the poll uh, if there were any others. I guess Simon Roth said it's the best. Small potatoes. Okay, they're all small potatoes. Thank you so much. I watched Godfather 3 on the plane again yesterday on the 777. I watched Godfather 3. Yeah, I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. The acting was just as bad, but uh, <laughs> and and the awful lines. You know, now they will now they will fear you. Maybe they should fear you. It was just uh, so sad to take a movie a movie with such an important message, so much important historical stuff in it, and make them uh, acting just stick to join out. Like I said before the show today, if they would have shot Sophia, if they would have shot Mary in the beginning of the movie, and if they would have fed Eli uh, Wallach the cannolis right in the very beginning, then we could have had a decent movie going. Daddy. And if they would have left uh, George Hamilton somewhere. On, on TV with that stupid. Isn't it amazing that he actually, he and his wife actually had a talk show for like five minutes? George <laughs> Hamilton? Well, what does he do? What, where did he come from? He, he does exactly that. He has a tan and nice teeth and uh, that's, that's it. Boy. Can't complain about his acting because he don't do any. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How can someone not like Krispy Kreme? I know. It's, it sounds like a communist thing to me. I used to live about two blocks from a Krispy Kreme shop. And by the time I moved out of there, Don DeLuise could have turned and looked at me and went, damn, you need a diet. Yeah. And the last time I ate Dunkin' Donuts, it was horrible. Uh, you know, they say they're supposed <laughs> to make the donuts fresh. Uh, my God, when I was living over on the other side of the state, I could have gave a donut to Jablonski and he couldn't have stopped that in the net. Yeah. It was that bad. And, uh, okay, you're out of material, pal. Thanks. I mean, I, you know, I'm not asking you to, like, uh, do a whole lecture on it. Just, uh, <laughs> in fact, quite frankly, I would hope you wouldn't respond to it, but they will because they got nothing else going. Five, six, seven. I have no life. Oh, five, sixty. Pound, five, sixty. I have no life. On the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. On our poll, we're getting a good response. What's your take on the abuse of the Iraqi prisoners, which we're sure are just isolated incidents? Not. 723 votes. Bush has to go 328. Rumsfeld has to go 134. Only the abusive officer should be punished, 93. It's part of war, 75. Very naive folks. I just don't give a schmidt, 61. 8.4% now. It's moving up there. And they must have deserved it, 32. They did something. We don't know exactly what it was. But they must have given them like a dirty look or mouth off or something. They're there. They They're must have said your mama. They shouldn't have bombed 9-11 there. WQM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, Neil. Yes. Talk about polls. I just don't believe any of these uh, polls about the president being ahead. You know, I just I don't know what your take on that is, but I I, just, I don't buy it at all. Why not? So, I mean, in other words, you think you think that all the polls are fake? They're all fixed? Not all of them. I mean, what, what do we have to look at these days? I mean, all the corporate moguls own all the media stations. I mean, you look at a I don't know if I can say this ABC. I mean, it's Disney, so. They're not going to cover any of the uh, issues that's having with that, with that uh, movie that they Okay, and uh, have a great day, whatever you said. ABC Ted Koppel did do the thing the other night, a week ago Friday, and read the uh, names of all the dead soldiers, which I commend them heartily for. And then, of course, what was the company beginning with an S? I guess? I, uh, Sinclair, Sinclair, Sinclair Group. Just Their seven ABC dinosaur. affiliate stations did not carry it because they said it was political propaganda designed to uh, make the war look bad, yada, yada, right. Only uh, glorify, only show the public the uh, you know the narrow things we're doing. All these wonderful things we're emancipating, we're bringing democracy. Since since when? And again, nobody's asking this question because the American media sucks. But since when was it our goal uh, to uh, export freedom around the world, export democracy, nation building, which is exactly what Bush said he wasn't going to be doing when he uh, was running for office? 
Uh, nation building, when did that come about? Shut up. I see. Emancipating people from all these evil dictators that we installed in there in the first place. I don't know. I must, I must have missed that part of the uh, campaign. He's starting up again. Yes. Play a 1257 at 560 WQM. Like I said, there's nothing like the Atkins diet, man. Or any other low-carb. Didn't I just say that minutes ago? Just. Well, I did point out that it's hard to stay on any of the low-carb diets because just the, the meat and the cheese and the seafood, I mean, that sounds all wonderful and good, and the butter, that's great by itself, but it's pretty boring. It's one-dimensional. And that's why people are looking for variety. And that's why you ought to be heading for Delights of West Boca, the number one low-carb store in America. Now, a lot of the new reduced-carb products on store shelves are geared toward cutting back on carbs, but not on weight loss. Well, who the hell wants to do that? Delights of West Boca's expertise has always been on the weight loss phase of low-carb dieting. They carry over a 1,000 products with a focus toward the lowest carbs possible that can fit into a successful low-carb weight loss plan. The spring sale is in full swing right now at Delights, so stop by. Their staff knows dieting inside and out, and they're open every day, seven days a week from 10 till 10. Delights of West Boca, it's on the northeast corner of Glades in 441, right next to prestigious Boston Market, or call them toll-free at 1-877-LOW-CARB, L-O-W-C-A-R-B, or find them on the web at lowcarb.com. Here's some taste, here's some variety, here's something to keep you on that straight and narrow path that otherwise is so boring and one-dimensional. Don't forget, Delights of West Boca is your official Atkins Retail Center. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. This is Delores, and you know who. Mama be listening to her angel, Neil Rogers, on one, two, hour. Mm, 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 mm. And another thing. You can listen to me, you would have been a big star by now. With that little bit squeak voice. How do you expect to get anywhere, you little puny puke? Did we say puke? I think it's a good at 560 WQAM. Happy Monday to you. Uh, you didn't talk at all last week, I guess, about that story about the uh, three proms in Lyons, Georgia. No, I did not. That we seen this morning on CNN. The, uh, I beg your pardon? I missed the story. Three cultures, three proms for high school. Now, the only story I could find was uh, one from last month, Monday, April 12th, in the, um, Mont what is it? 
Monterey Herald uh, somewhere. Where is this from? Monterey Herald? I don't know. Where's Monterey? Oh, it's in Georgia. Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, where it happened before. They keep uh, having that there. Yeah, I understand. The black kids at Toombs County High School, and keep in mind, this was written before. I mean, th these uh, proms just happened this past weekend. The black kids at Toombs County High School will hold their prom at the National Guard Armory next weekend, and the white kids will dance, laugh, reminisce, and cry in the same building on May 7th. But what about the Hispanic kids? Which party will the children of the Mexican migrant workers attend? This is in Lyons, Georgia. Neither. They'll hold their own prom. And what might be a first for... Hello. Wow. I don't know if you can hear us. Neil. We just lost the line or something. Or audio or something. This is fun. Nobody in there? All right. Guess what? It's a technical emergency. Maybe he'll pop back on. I know it's lunchtime. That means nobody's in the building, right? Duh. Engineers, anyone? No. Go uh, rustle up an engineer or something, and if uh, and uh, you know, panic, like you know, yell, scream like a woman. <laughs> Hello. We just lost the uh, thing. We lost you, and now you're back. Well, what the hell's that all about? I didn't go anywhere. I, I didn't shut know. anything off. Well, obviously you didn't on your end. So something's going on on your end is what you're saying? Rectum. I'm sitting here talking and I'm uh, not getting any response. And I'm thinking you're probably just uh, stuffing another donut in your face or something. What we're, kind of crap was that? We're up and running, but we weren't there for a while. We're off and running, man. It sounds like I mean, sabotage to me. Probably Jeb Bush got his fine finger stuck in the middle of this crap. First impression was maybe a, an evil elf in the control room leaned on a button or something, uh, but there was nobody there. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is Toombs County, Georgia now has three separate proms for the high school. They have one for the blacks, one for the whites, and one for the Hispanics. Well, how do you like that? It wasn't supposed to be this way when Yuri Flores bought a $50 ticket to the white prom in February. She returned later that day with a white girlfriend, Jennifer Hart, who also wanted to buy a ticket. Hart says the white prom committee girl wanted to know if her date was white, black, or Hispanic. Mexican was the answer. Well... She told me that it was a white prom, not a Mexican prom, not a black prom, Hart says. It made me feel mad. That's not right. I wanted to put my fist in her face, she said. <laughs> you go, girl. It's the babes that are meeting out that punishment. Anyway, that's what Rush says. Babes. Flores, too, was stunned, hurt, mad, and with the minutes determined. The Hispanic-slash-Latino prom committee was formed that February afternoon. The Silverado Nightclub on U.S. 1 North Alliance, Georgia, resounded May 8th. That was Saturday night with Kumbaya, Rap, Pop, and Reggae. As Latino high school kids in Tombs County and from across East Central Georgia go to the prom. C-U-M-B-I-A. Kumbaya. Huh? My lord, Kumbaya? This is the land of freedom. It's supposed to be a land of dreams, said Ana Rosa Perez, a Tombs high school junior with braces and aspirations for a career in Hollywood. But it's not equal. We just don't want to be left out. Our prom will show other people if you want to try to achieve something, you can do good. Why can't all the kids go together? Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Now who's being naive? K. Boy, oh boy. I printed out uh, a good part of the Seymour Hersh story from the New Yorker. I, I don't know. It's just too long and ponderous. We do, we do have it on there. Chain of command how the Department of Defense mishandled the disaster at Abu Ghraib. Grabe. Grabe. Gravy. With yeah. that new picture, the one with the dog. Everybody's going to want to take a peek at that. And then also they were speaking of dogs. Cynthia, uh, Rothrock. Now she's alright. That picture's okay. It's kind of erotic. She's got a good body. How about From a many, we'll many years that. ago. She's how old I say she's now? Seventy-five, something like that. Forty-nine or something. I don't know. 
5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Look at that phone, man. Are they doing it or what? Oh. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Three things. Love the Moe and Goldie bits, man. That's the best thing on radio. <laughs> Second thing, I got a One of my all-time favorites. Oh, God, I love it. I got a brother that's in the military, and he said that the civilian contractors is a politically correct way to say mercenaries, in case anybody hadn't caught on to that quite yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was delivering to a feed supply store uh, near Lake Okeechobee last week when George went off on one of his uh, Middle East rants. Right. And I actually had a guy come up to me, some big, you know, cowboy bohunk. And uh, he came up to me and said, uh, what station are you listening to? And I told him, QAM out of Miami. And he said, who's that faggot liberal that's talking? I told him it's George, and he's a fill-in host. And he goes, that faggot needs to have somebody put a bullet in his brain. And then as he right. drives off, he's got Jesus saves license plate. And I'm saying, there's, there's your Christian oh. love, man. All right. And there you have it. Jesus right, loves you, baby. Don't work. forget it. And have a great day. There you go. He's uh, gunning for your ass, George. Yeah, no, we were talking about the Christians. One of your good rednecky folks there, one of them good Christians. He's got Jesus on his bumper sticker, and he's got his uh, shotgun in the uh, back in a cab. Speaking of what he was just talking about before that, Many of the prisoners abused at the Abu Ghraib prison were innocent Iraqis picked up at random by U.S. troops and incarcerated by underqualified intelligence officers. A former U.S. interrogator from the notorious jail told the Guardian newspaper the Brits, Tor Torin Nelson, who served as military intelligence officer at Guantanamo Bay before moving to Abu Ghraib as a private contractor last year, blamed the abuses on a failure of command in U.S. military intelligence and over-reliance on private firms. He alleged that those companies were so anxious to meet the demand for their services that they sent cooks and truck drivers to work as interrogators. In fact, maybe this truck driver that uh, this last caller was talking about, maybe he ought to be going over there. I'm sure he'd do a fine job. Oh, yeah, he'd fit right in with this crowd. Military intelligence operations need to drastically change in order for something less, like this never to happen again, Mr. Nelson said. He spoke to the Guardian in a series of interviews by phone and email. He claimed that many of the detainees at the prison are actually innocent of any acts against the coalition and are being held until a bureaucracy there can go through their cases and verify their need to be released. And it goes on about the variety of different incompetent, unqualified clowns who are in charge of the interrogations. Mr. Nelson denies any involvement in the physical and sexual abuse of Iraqis at Abu Ghraib and is listed in the official military report into the scandal as a witness rather than a suspect. He says he resigned from his job in February in fear for his life because Abu Ghraib was coming under increasing attack by Iraqi insurgents and because of his dissolution in the military leadership there, he's now working as a private contractor but not as an interrogator. And yada yada, on it goes. Also on our website, Torture on the Cheap. It's a beautiful thing. Five six seven oh five sixty pound. So I, I'm just examining in my mind since I made that comment at the beginning of the show. I'm not doing any more of those build the pole things, the polder builders. And, and well, no, have you noticed? Yeah. See, it's like a, a culture shock here now. Oh, oh, like what do we do now? Because you had them really rolling there on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday with the euphemisms and the oxymorons and just the plain old everyday morons. Uh, they were on a roll, man. They thought, hey, this is heaven. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, Later. sir. Good. Hey, Andy Rooney had a great idea for uh, what George Bush should be doing. Yeah. Uh, did you hear it? On no, I did not. Didn't see Andy he Rooney. Told, he told him he needs to get off the campaign trail and stop acting like a candidate and start acting like a president and get us out of that quagmire, put all his energy into getting us out of that quagmire as opposed to uh, campaigning, uh, you know, uh, 24 well, hours. I, ha I have a suggestion for you and Andy. Uh, hold your breath, okay? Inhale right now. We'll let you know when to exhale. We'll keep an eye on your, on your eyebrows. 
the chances of that happening on a scale of minus infinity are uh, ain't going to happen. In addition to which, how do you act like a president? Oh, you know, put on some makeup. Oh, in other words, what he's yeah, been doing for like right. three years plus? Twelve minutes after one at 560 WQM, you know, buying a mattress can be so dang confusing. So many brands and different model names at every store, it's almost impossible to compare. Plus, all the phony sales, false promises, and strings attached, you have to really read the fine print. Which is why Dollar Mattress is so amazing. It's the easiest possible way to buy a mattress. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll get the best prices on the best brands with your delivery on your schedule and the best customer service in the business. Why in the world would you want to shop for a mattress anyplace else? Dollar Mattress won the 2004 Better Business Bureau Local Torch Award for Excellence because they work harder than anybody else to earn your business before, during, and after the sale. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS and talk to one of their expert betting consultants, you'll rest assured you're getting the best possible mattress and deal anywhere. Choose from a complete line of Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, and Stearns and Bananas Foster, too. And Dollar Mattress takes same-day orders all day long from Kendall to Stewart from Palm Beach to Fort Myers. So do what I've been doing for a long time. Call 1-800-MATTRESS and pick the date and two-hour delivery window. You want that mattress delivered. They're on time 99% of the time. 99.7%. Isn't that what I just said? Yes. I'm one of their zillions of satisfied customers, and I guarantee you will be, too, when you call them the first time at 1-800-MATTRESS or log on to their website at mattress.com. Dial a mattress, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, the easiest possible way to get you a great night's sleep. David Milch's version of the Old West, when cowboys were smelly and used 500 curse words per sentence, there's a new gunslinger in town to avenge the death of his friend, Wild Bill Hickman. What you doing in these parts, stranger? Yeah, who the f*** are you? I'm Buffalo Bill, mommy. <laughs> he said... Ted Levine is Buffalo Bill. You sure are fast on a draw. I wouldn't be fast if I didn't put the lotion in a holster. What <laughs> stranger? Take me to the terror for my new skin shoes. That's about as close as we can get to promoting the dialogue of Deadwood. Only on H. Oh. 117 at 560 WQM, the Mad Dog, coming at 2. We're going to change the polls now. Uh-oh. I already emailed it to Eric. I mean, I faxed it. I did something with it. I stuck it in. I stuck it. The I already poll. faxed it to him. Uh, here's the final result of the first poll today. What's your take on the abuse of Iraqi prisoners? And obviously, uh, the audience isn't nearly as uh, whipped up into a frenzy as I thought they would be, are they? No. No. They just really don't care. Bush has to go 359. Of course, we could have asked any. We could have asked which is the best donut, and if we right. put Bush has to go as the right. first category on here, it would have won. Right. See what I'm saying? Bush has to go 359. Rumsfeld has to go 145. Only the abusive officer should be punished 101. It's part of war, 79. I just don't give a Schmidt, 65, 8.3%, which is depressing, but probably the honest answer. And they must have deserved it, 32, 4% out of almost 800 votes. Here's the a new poll. For the rest of the day, much more important, obviously, uh, which is the best donut? Okay. This is something they can sink their teeth into. Krispy Kreme, Dunkin' Donuts, or I Hate Donuts. I don't know any other choices. There are, are many, many independent donut shops. Yeah, but none that we ever heard of. That, right, I no, mean, they're individuals. Uh, this is like Mom's Donuts, Pop's Donuts, you know. Mom's, Bill's Pop's, Donuts. Bro's. Donut Joe. Do bros eat donuts, by the way? I never Who? really thought bros? about that. Yeah. I suppose the bros eat You suppose donuts. the bros? Knows. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows about the bros? Hose. 
Which is the best donut? Krispy Kreme, Dunkin' Donuts, or I hate donuts. We have no other choices. Now, naturally, you can always add on to that list. <laughs> but see, what's going to really piss them off is I picked another pool. Where they re I mean, is there anything else to really put on there? No. Not really, but we'll see. Because, I mean, let's do it the scientific way on our website instead of having a bunch of stupid people calling and saying, Oh, Krispy Kreme and Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, it's just uh, pathetic. Is what it, I mean, it would kill a good hour, 41 minutes. But we ain't going to do that. Alan King is dead. We mentioned that in the beginning. He was a lung cancer. Heavy, heavy smoker. He was all right. I mean, he was not like really fall down funny kind of guy, but he was schmaltzy, you know. 76. He's dead. And Olive uh, Osmond is dead. She was uh, the mama, mamacita of the whole Osmond clan. She's dead, 78. After a nasty stroke. Oh, look at that. Powerball's 205 million now. I'm going to go win that. I'm going to get in the car and uh, rent a car and drive on down to Ohio and win the Powerball this week and then uh, have a good time. And then maybe that guy with his pickup truck can drive up and uh, give you what for. Give you like licky licky all over your body. That's probably what he'd like to do, you know. Oh, yeah. But all those people that call all the names, you know, they're all just like you're seeing over there in Iraq right now. Sure. That's what it's all about. It's closet faggery, man, at its uh, finest. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I'm sorry, I've never added to your polls before, but I just feel compelled. The Spirit of Christ compels you? Go ahead. Publix Bakery makes very good donuts, but I would never eat any there because donuts are bad for you. No, I'm not asking you whether you'd eat them or not. I mean, this is not, we're not going to come and check in your cupboards, and uh, although we might. Go look in the second cupboard from the right if you do. Okay, that's the one. Okay, thanks a lot, Pally. <laughs> See you at Publix. Publix, let's put Publix on here. We can get Josh to do a little bit of work here. Add a couple of names on, right? Maybe sure. we'll have a list of a whole bunch of them. About 30, man. By 2 o'clock. What do you think? I doubt it. And then we'll, of course, have to go and sample them all. You will have to go. I'm not I'm not eating no donuts. I'll tell you all about it. No, I don't, I don't even care, because I know Krispy Kreme is the best, number one. And number two, if I'm going to eat something outrageous like that, I'll go find me some more Nestle's turtle ice cream, something like that. Or maybe some Rolo ice cream uh, things, cones. You ever have Rolo candy? Rolo cones? Yeah, they have them. We call them mm -hmm. Rollo, but then what do we know? Is it Rollo? I don't know. I could be wrong. With one L? It's probably Rollo, but, you know, I went to school in Florida. I see. They're damn good no matter what you call them. And they're, and they're going to kill you. They're just nothing but pure sugar. Although the thing about those now, if we're talking about the same cone, is that it doesn't really have a cone. The part underneath the ice cream is all chocolate. It's solid chocolate. Is that what we're talking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, now, the cone is where you find all the trans fatty acids in there, so that's probably a lot worse for you is if you get one of those uh, ice cream cone things with a cone. is much, much worse than the Rolo, which is pure chocolate, which has probably got more calories and more sugar but won't kill you so fast because they don't have the trans fatty acids. Got it? Got it. Remember Dr. Kilmer Macaulay Culkin, man? He warned us about that stuff and that homo problem, too. And now look what's happening over there in Iraq. And Abel grabbing it. <laughs> WQAM, Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, with Neil, please. Speaking. Oh, Neil, how you doing, man? I'm doing uh, great. How about Entenmann? Entenmann's donuts. Oh, my God, how could we forget that? <laughs> and uh, Velvet Cream also makes donuts. Okay, good point. Thank you. See, I told you this is going to... Now the audience is happier. Velvet Cream, which I can't read. That's with a K. Yeah. Right? I'm... And Entenmann's. Now, Entenmann's, quite frankly, I don't think I ever had an Entenmann's, just a donut. Maybe I did. I guess I must have, with all the crap I've eaten. You must have. They like the chocolate covered donuts are the ones that most people buy from Entenmann's, which are. I can't adequate. wait to see the way Josh is going to spell Entenmann's, but nevertheless. Now velvet cream, uh, I'm trying to think that that certainly predates Krispy Kreme by a long time. But uh, velvet cream, where where did we find those? I I don't know. 
Dang. So, see, this I told you this was going to open up a whole new avenue now. The audience doesn't have to feel so bad like we've, we've shut out their creativity, their, uh, their laundry list, all of these things, you know? All of these things. Right. Now they feel a little bit better about life, and they're not so pissed off that I'm back from vacation. Of course, it could always be arranged. I can go right back tomorrow. Sounds good to me. Oh, no. Why not? Don't do that. And then, of course, don't forget, a week from tomorrow, George will be on again to just test it out. Make sure you just keep it in practice. Test out that panel of our finger, our button pushers. WQAM, hello. Mr. Donut's good. Mr. Donut yeah, is uh, not I may be too going bad. to WBTA this summer. WBTA, good. Well, I hope uh, we run into each other. Oh. Hey, at least I'll run into you anyway. <laughs> hey, <laughs> if I see you. Wouldn't surprise me if he was driving. Yeah. My, my, my. Blind Mike is back. WBTA and Batavia. All right, Mike. Oh, you'd be perfect there, man. Talk about the blind leading the blind. 5670560. Oh, actually, you ought to be working for Greg Reed, I would think. Would be a perfect fit. Blind leading the blind. Man. Greg, congratulations on the phenomenal job you guys have been doing over there. Power 96, WQAM. We couldn't have done it without you, Greg, without your fantastic leadership, with your hands-on approach, with your real interactive uh, thing. That's what I hear on the building. He's got an interactive thing. That's what I'm hearing. I can't tell you who told me that, but you can probably imagine. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you know? Pretty good? Good. Listen, uh, just so you know, man, the Velvet Cream was on 8th Street uh, at 32nd Avenue across from Georgia Super Sense, another wonderful place. 8th Street and 32nd Avenue? Yeah, in Miami, in Cayocho. Huh. Oh, that ain't my hood. Across from, well, Georgia. I, I guess they were all over the place, though, Velvet. It was a oh, chain, right? All right, anyway, great to have you back, guys. Have a good Thanks, one. Thanks, Pally. Have a great day. Velvet cream. See, now we got in a donut, something people care about. Not these beatings and all this abuse and all this barbarism and crap, huh? All the lies, all the innocent lives being sacrificed. We don't care about that. We want to hear about donuts. Now we got something, like I said, we can sink our teeth into, right? Right. Look, they got Krispy Kreme here, as a matter. Although I don't think, uh, I don't know. I don't think that close by me, thank goodness. And unlike where you are, in Toronto, you don't go into like your convenience store and find Krispy Kreme donuts or any of your like local gas. I don't even see any gas stations here. I don't think they can afford any. I think they're driving on fumes. Donut but, fumes. Uh, but but in in South Florida, for example, you go into like your uh, mobile station, right? And behind the counter, because from what I hear is Krispy Kreme will set it up just about anywhere. If you want to have a thang full of their uh, donuts, a uh, a booth. Uh, whatever it is. Well, whatever they call cabinet. that. Donut cabinet. Yeah, they'll all come in and they'll set it up for you and bring you fresh every day. At least they used to until they started losing their ass. See, it goes to show you, man, this uh, whole thing with the stock market. I don't want to get started on that again, but it's, uh, you know, hide it under your mattress. That's my best advice, okay? Hide it under the mattress. Don't let anybody see it or touch it and the money either. Because all of this baloney about, ah, oh, this is the hottest damn thing to come along. A fool and his money are soon parted. Nobody knows that better than I do, believe you me. In fact, when this show ends at 2 o'clock today, I'm going to be making a phone call. You'll be able to hear it even off the air from all the way down there. Be hearing screaming, gnashing, and wailing. Like, I'm listening. Like, exactly. In fact, I might call him. Absolutely. Just bitch him out. Just in general a principle. Nice book, by the way, The Weakest Link, The Mole Man. A grotesque book. Joe Rose showed you his ass, man. He showed it right to you, his big, bright, lily-white uh, ass. Right to your puss. Left you in the in the dust, Mo. I'm feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, it's a good thing that you told Joe because our fine programming staff and management didn't bother and, telling and Joe Rose like what a fine book he had. This was, was like wow. Thursday. Man, you, Claire, Clarence and Duff, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Well, at least Duff anyway. Clarence will get me my checks. Hey, good news. Lobster Fest is back at the Emerald Coast. If you've never been there, you don't know what you're missing. Not just an ordinary Asian buffet. They're all over the place. We're talking about a gigantic feast. 
Emerald Coast offers sensational mouth-watering deli- uh, dishes you won't find no place else. Start out with six different kinds of soups, dozens of delicious mouth-watering entrees like New York Strip made to order and their sizzling Asian grill along with their new Hunan fish. Enjoy Maine lobster thermidor style, Jonah crab, oysters on a half shell, and they've got hand-carved prime rib waiting for it. They're brand-new Thai specialties, too. No MSG, no cornstarch. They cook only with cholesterol-free oils, so you never have to worry about walking out of there with a headache. Just a big smile and a big fat puppet. Their buffet features a full salad bar, full Chinese food lineup, their brand-new sushi bar, and, of course, fresh cocktail. And if you have any room left after all of these things, which is unlikely, but if you do, take the crowbar and shove it into your pants and make room for some dessert because they got a full dessert station featuring Belgian waffles, pies, cakes, pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, and fresh fruit, too. No donuts, but it's the perfect ending to a fantastic feast. Emerald Coast, three locations for you, Pembroke Pines, Sunny Isles, and Sunrise. Take the whole family. Book your next business luncheon right now. Let them do the cooking for you. Take out and delivery available, too. Voted number one by Zagat Restaurant Reviews and even WSBN News as South Florida's best Asian buffet, and I guarantee they're right. Call 954-572-3822. 954-572-3822 for information about the world-famous Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. <laughs> Sports Radio 560, QAM. To an Iraqi stadium near you, it's the concert festival you've been dying to see. Lollapalooza. All of your favorite cutting-edge alternative terrorists on one stage for one explosive performance. Lollapalooza. See such genocidal artists as Muqtada al-Sadr. His deputy, Mustafa al-Yakubi. And 963 other names we can't even pronounce. If you want to see a concert tour that's complete, full of Shiites, you won't want to miss Lollapalooza. And coming later this summer, it's Gaza Fest, starring Osama Osborne. I am Iron Man. Twelve one thirty-two at 560 WQAM. 58 votes on the second poll now. This is the important one. Now, you notice how we, uh, I did that purposely. Donut can be spelled D-O-U-G-H and also D-O-N-U-T, right? Oh, and we got it yeah. mixed and matched all over the place. Which is the best donut? Krispy Kreme 26, which is clearly the best answer, the right answer. 26. I hate donuts 13. Dunkin' Donuts 12. Publix 3. Enderman's 2. And Velvet Cream has got a pair. They have two. How can it be that close? Well, there's a lot of people with bad taste, I guess. And don't forget, Dunkin' Donuts is for Goyam. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM, hello. Hello? Hello, yes, sir. Uncle Neil? Yes, I am. God loves you, sir. Uh, I just wanted you to listen to your bit uh, you played the other day that has Cartman on it. Uh, you forgot to believe just before it speeds up. Yeah. Have a good day. Okay. Oh. What is he talking about? Uh, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. There was a bleep that he thought should have been somewhere. Well, we don't really care, okay, sir? So it's just part of that uh, panel. bleep this. Remember the oh, yeah. 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 Well, well, when we have auditions for people to sit on that long table at the panel with the yellow square buttons, we'll uh, let you know, okay? It's a few months away. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. All right. See, I'm just punching all over the place just just to check it out. They QAM, really hello. QAM. Neil. Yes, sir. There is no doubt in anybody's literate or illiterate mind, it's got to be Dunkin' Donuts. 
Krispy Kreme can't hold candle to a Dunkin' Donut. Well, how about if we try holding a candle to your rectum? Huh? And then you can sympathize with those poor Iraqi prisoners over there, too. What kind of an idiotic comment was that? He sounded kind of militant about it, too. He sounded like one of them guys, you know. Yeah. I guess in the trailer parks, they probably like Dunkin' Donuts a lot, wouldn't you think? Or, no, in the trailer parks, they probably bring home the Publix brand by the dozen, you know. WQAM, hello. Jesus rules, buddy. W <laughs> WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, would you marry me to get illegal? WQAM, hello. Yes, I agree with that last caller. George is definitely gay. It needs to be put... WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How about Hostess and Drake's Cakes? What was the second one? Drake's Cakes. What the hell is that? A New York thing, maybe? Oh, no. Never heard of it. But Hostess is around, yeah. The Hostess with the mostest. Put Hostess on there to make him feel better. I thought Hostess made cupcakes. Well, I guess yeah, if they make cupcakes, they probably make brownies. Things like that. And uh, donuts. He sounded like a brownie hound to me. 25 till 2. Now, here's the book, Spinning on the Axis of Evil, America's War Against Iraq, which I know that all the intellectual people in the audience <laughs> are going to be rushing to the bookstore to buy it by Scott Taylor. It's a paperback. You might actually be able to afford it, but I doubt it. Spinning on the Axis of Evil, America's War Against Iraq, by best-selling author and award-winning journalist Scott Taylor. If you read one of all these books that are out today, this is the one you need to read. Okay? Okay. I'll even bring it back and uh, loan it to you. Loan it. And then I want it back. It's just, uh, it's just all in there. It just tells you everything you need to know. If you really want to know, and of course most people would rather not know, they'd rather be in the dark. I don't want to know. WQAM, hello. Uh, how about Tim Horton? What is it? Tim Horton. <laughs> oh, Tim Horton's donuts. Now we're talking, eh? All right. How could I forget in Tim Horton? <laughs> yeah, put it on there just for fun. Maybe a couple of Canucks will be voting for Tim Horton's. How are the Leafs doing, by the way? It's a yeah. fairly significant, uh, a uh, moderator on the buzz. Other yeah, okay, I buzz this, okay? No wonder they're all drinking now after that uh, last Philly game. At any rate, it's all over, and it's uh, probably just as well, you know? I know you're pretty uh, excited about the finals, right? Conference mm -hmm. finals. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. And certainly the, the world's man, Canada winning the world tournament over there in Europe. What are they going to give it up already? It's getting a little bit stale and old. Just too much of a good thing. WQAM, hello. Does Velvet Cream still exist? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. You don't think so? Uh, there was one on 8th Street. They tore it flat down to the ground. And the I one don't blame And the one in Coral Gables has been gone for a while. Krispy Kreme rules. All right. Now, there's somebody with good taste. Thanks a lot, sweetheart. Krispy Kreme rules. Well, put I mean, Velvet Cream at least once upon a time it did exist. But what's the question again? Which is the best donut? Maybe they got some petrified that they've been hanging on to for a long time. Maybe they put them in the freezer. There ain't nothing like a good, uh, well, I, tell, I was going to say chocolate eclair, but you know what's even better than that is cream puffs. Oh, yeah, those are good. I haven't had one of those in a Coons age, man, a cream puff. No, I don't believe you. I haven't. I haven't. I don't know where the hell you find those even, a cream puff. Well, they're, uh, they're all over the place in this station. They are? Oh, well, that's another story. No, no, seriously. Where would you go to find a good, like, chocolate eclair or a cream puff? What kind of a bakery? Oh, there aren't really a whole eclair? lot of good bakeries. What? In Hollywood, we have some, like, French bakeries and stuff like that that are very good. On the Damrak in Amsterdam, they have a French bakery, man, where they, they're lined up at 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning for the, um, all the croissants and all the uh, stuff they make in the morning. They make like those little tiny pizzas on, uh, whatever the hell, kind of French bread. Unbelievable. Not that I'm eating them, you do understand. I'm just watching everybody else eating them. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM, hello. Hey, this is South hey, Broward Brokerage. Need to stop faxing. 
20-page oh, facts. Sorry, 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 man. Go ahead, sir. Don't let George just step on your material. That's okay. I got two. Um, one was, uh, I don't know if they still make donuts, but doesn't Royal Castle make donuts? They do? I no. think they, I think so. They, I never heard of that. Yes, they do have bakery there because they used to have the little. Uh, Get out of here! They have a bakery at Royal Castle. Not a bakery, but they actually have the donuts in there—the Boston cream donuts. I know with the white frosting on the top. I'll be damned! That sounds the one pretty in good. North, the one in North Miami, off I think it's around 12th Avenue, something like that. Wayne Arnold's. Wayne Arnold, that's it. That's it. And that's all I have to contribute today. Okay, thank you, and have a great day. Now, what were you saying about the guy from where? Oh, South Broward Brokerage or Mortgage Brokerage or something. Yeah. 20 freaking page facts. Of what? Crap? George Tenet's agenda for the next century or something like that. Oh, God. Stop already. Stop trying to save the world. It's just a freaking radio show, okay? We're trying to do the best to put out a little information there for you to read some ponderous articles to kill four hours of your meaningless life every day. I have no in life. In the South Florida, which pretty soon is going to be like a, it's going to be like a steam factory down there pretty soon. What's the temperature now, about 89 in the shade? No, actually, it was quite nice last night, and uh, not bad today. Tenth of May. Well, you just wait, mister. You oh, ain't seen nothing yet. Like I said, pretty soon, like in like about a half an hour, it's going to be smoldering. 21 till 2 at 5. Speaking of half an hour, Jim Maddich will be along at 2 o'clock this afternoon. The highly rated afternoon, boys. Jim Maddich, Hank Goldberg had a big book. We had a big book. Joe Rose had a big book. In fact, the weakest link was Absolutely. 5 to 8 in the morning, man. Especially those 6 to 8 hours, the disgrace and embarrassment to QAM. We're still waiting for Tom Jicka to write his uh, piece about the ratings. You know, you're pretty disappointing, Tom. I'm not talking to him anymore either, because that last time, you know, when I tried to get the thing out about Stop FCC and all of that jazz, and he still misquoted me again. Puts the thing in the paper about, well, the station is every a few minutes they keep taking something. Else. That's not what I said at all about the station taking stuff away. It's because of the FCC rulings. It's because of what's happening to freedom of speech that we used to have once upon a time a little bit of, Tom. But you can't get it right, can you, Tommy? So perfect for South Florida, man, just like Howard Cohen at the uh, Herald. A perfect match. Big 106. And in fact, wouldn't you think that this rating book, if the only thing he wrote about with steering going off the air in the market and, and Big 106 taking this gigantic tumble, wouldn't that alone be worth it? You know, we could mention some of the other numbers in passing, but doesn't that make for, like, an important article? No. Excuse me. 141 at 560 WQM. Spring into savings right now and save like never before on a great new car or truck from Armstrong Toyota of Homestead. They're on US-1, just 20 minutes south of the 836. Armstrong Toyota Homestead is worth the drive no matter where you're hanging out because they're going to save you so much cash. They will literally save you thousands and thousands on great new Toyotas. Check out the great lease deals waiting for you right now. they got an 04 Camry or 4Runner for just 269 a month for 48 months. An 04 Highlander, you pay just 309 a month. If you need a truck, how about an 04 Toyota Tundra, the safest truck in America, just 179 a month for 48 months. And these are just a few of the great savings waiting right now at Armstrong Toyota of Homestead. General Manager David Rich and his staff will do just about anything out of the sun to get you into a new Toyota today. So experience for yourself the Armstrong Toyota of Homestead difference. They're locally owned and operated, committed to 100% customer satisfaction, too. The service department is even open late to late weeknights to make sure they get all your work done for you and done right. Easy to find them. They're right on the corner of U.S. 1 and 293rd Street in Homestead, just 20 minutes south of the 836. And wait till you hear this good news. Armstrong Toyota of Homestead offers you free tires, batteries, and replacement lights, uh, parts for the life of your vehicle. That's right. Tires, batteries, and free parts for life. Nobody nowhere does that. 
So don't waste your time at the big mega dealers and car giants who will give you the big song to dance, scream and shout, and then get you into their dealerships under false pretenses only to let you down. Call David Rich. He's the GM, the guy you want to talk to at Armstrong Toyota of Homestead. Call him at 305-242-3247 for an unbeatable deal for real. 305-242-3247. Drive a little and save a lot on that great new Toyota at Armstrong Toyota of Homestead. Live, Live and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. America loves to watch boobs and butts and boinking. Absolutely. One forty-seven at five sixty WQM. I think tomorrow what we're going to do is do, just do a complete turnaround. Okay. Because it's taken us all of these years. We finally figured out what the South Florida audience responds to. What they just lap up. I mean, they they will phone in by the millions if you give them something they can sink their teeth into. How about something really easy like what's the favorite product at the Publix? Ooh boy. Like Velveeta cheese or. Um, yeah. How many thousand products can you think of? About 30, man. 30,000. We can get, in fact, that can carry us right into August, I would think. Name some food. <laughs> yeah. That's not a bad idea. In fact, I'll, we'll make it even more specific. Name some food you like. And then the next day we can do name some foods you don't like. Would be good. Of course, brand names, naturally. Now, how are we doing on the donut trail? And of course, this is all inspired by Josh. You can blame him because he had the intemperate, uh, uh, comment earlier about liking Dunkin' Donuts better than Krispy Kreme, which I thought that was like uh, revolutionary to say that. I will say this. Un-American, yes. Dunkin' Donuts has other things like coffee. Coffee. Which is very good. And then they I have can't drink coffee. It makes my stomach explode like an H-bomb. Well, I can't cheese, say that. Croissants and uh, whatnot. Yeah. So other things. Oh, they have croissants? Oh, yeah. They're very good, too. And, they, you know, they make croissant sandwiches. Croissant sandwiches? Duh. I thought that's Burglar King makes Well, that. likewise. Of course, sandwiches without the egg. The, or with. How come we never got that back in the days when Defoe was working? Oh, and speaking of Defoe, how did uh, WFTL do? <laughs> <laughs> That's another station that doesn't show up in the market. 850. Remember Jim Sarney saying, all you savvy sports fans out there will punch a button up to 850. You'll program your button to 850. You're an idiot, Sarney. You're a total putz. God. He looks like a putz. He walks like a putz. He is a putz. Jim Sarney at the Sun Sentinel. Another idiot. He, he listed the numbers that uh, Muff fed him uh, several days ago. and never mentioned my name, though. This show doesn't exist because it's not a sports show, see? So even though we had the highest number on the station, as usual, uh, it didn't it didn't make it into Sarney's column because we don't do a sports show. You know nothing about radio. Probably don't even owe He probably hangs out with Howard Cohen from the Herald, the two of them. Probably doing something. 129 votes. 
Best Donut, Krispy Kreme 68, Dunkin' Donuts 23, which is just ludicrous, Josh. I Hate Donuts 22, Enemans Donuts 6, Public Donuts 5, Velvet Cream 4. Well, he, well, either a bunch of old farts with a good memory or maybe there's one still around somewhere. Just because it doesn't exist in those neighborhoods where they said, you know, like in Little Havana. Are Cubans bigger than donuts? I would think so. Why not? They're greasy, right? They're fried. Fried and greasy. Sure. No beans, though. Tim Horton's Donuts 1 and Hostess Donuts don't have any yet. I, I think we just invented something really new and great. Krispy Kreme Donuts uh, with beans, with refried beans. All right. Mm. For Cinco de Mayo. What's not to like? 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM, hello. Neil, how you doing? Pretty good, Pally. Uh, late entry, ever your best eaten donuts? No. I was up in New England before Dunkin' Donuts took over. Never heard Neil, of it. Neil, do you think Wolfie or Rummy are going to step down? This is just getting disgusting and out of hand. <laughs> No. No. You think anybody, uh, I mean, below the cabinet is going to take a hit for this? Or is oh, it sure. I mean, absolutely. They're gonna, they'll find some scapegoats. You bet. Right. But, I mean, not just the PFCs. Oh, I know. There. I noticed that uh, um, uh, Chuck Hagel said today that, uh, who, of course, is a Republican, he said that uh, he thinks uh, it's getting close. Rumsfeld may have to go. His head's going to have to roll, Neil. Keep the good work up. Thanks, Pally. Love Heads are going to roll, but in the meantime, there's only one head that needs to roll, and that's in November, and it don't look too promising because John Kerry continues being really scary. We just can't find him. We can't see him. I, I don't, I'm not even sure he's still around. You know, he may have just still left. He may have gone on hiatus road. You know, that new one that they're building that they can't seem to get, ever get finished? That may be where John Kerry's hanging it out because he just, uh, absent. Here's the opportunity to go in for the, see, he doesn't have the, I don't know how he beat Dean. I'll say it again. I think that that whole thing was fixed. How did he come from absolutely nowhere to win all I those primaries? I, I saw it, too. I mean, what was that all about? What, what, what precipitated that? Besides, of course, the great scream, and then, of course, the biggest mistake of them all, when we got to see Judy Dean. That was the real killer. That kite. I haven't played that in a long time. I think we can still play that. We don't. I don't think she says more than two or three times. And, by the way, on that uh, South Park thing, you like... Uh... Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. What a bunch of knuckleheads. What that, you know what that punk was trying to say? I have no life. That's what he was trying to say. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you? Pretty good. Uh, first of all, I gotta second your, uh, your choice. Those, uh, donut shops in Amsterdam. There's one right on Damrak, right near right. the hotel that I stay at. I mean, I go you, there. You, you stay at the Swiss hotel? That's exactly where I stay. How did I know? Cause it's almost where it's like, uh, on the other side of McDonald's. And I always get the same room, 211, because I have a balcony. Well, the windows, they open up right onto damn square. And right. I shout at all the people and throw joints down to them. Also, uh, but those places, at, at, at 1 o'clock in the morning, I would get four or five donuts and bring them back to the room with me. Uh, but also that guy who called about Drake's, they're the ones who make ring dings, devil dogs. Uh, those things. That's a great I don't think we can. Say, I don't think we can say ring ding anymore. I think it's uh, on the list. Or devil your dog. No, God forbid. Anyway, uh, and uh, I'm out of material, man. Thanks. And thanks a lot, Totsins. <laughs> Do we? One fifty-two at five sixty. WQAM. Live, live and local. This is Sports Radio five sixty. QAM. 
Florida. And now, a word from Howard Dean's wife. Hi. Hello there. I'm Dr. Judith Steinberg, wife of presidential candidate Howard Dean. You can call me Judy. Not Judge Judy. That's a different miscite. People want to know why I'm hardly ever on campaign trail with Howie. Hey, did you get a good look at me in Iowa? I scared the crap out of myself. I make Frau Fabison and look like a Shana Poonam. <laughs> Stop me if I'm bombarding you with too much Yiddish, huh? Anyway, Howie says after I showed up, his numbers drop it. Know what I say? That's a bunch of Mishagas. For those of you who don't capish the Yiddish, that means crap. Howie's a good guy, though he's what you might call a loose cannon. He's got a pretty bad temper on him. I remember one time, one of our kids left a cap off of the toothpaste. I thought he was going to blow a gasket. The veins popped out in his head, and that white spit strings were gone in the corners of his mouth. He went with sugar. I spent 23 years with this Shagets. Most of the time he's a mensch, but on occasion, I hate him. I think my husband Howie would make for a very good president. One of the things I'm a little P.O.'d about is that Howie doesn't let us have a TV. I want to watch Sex in the City. I got to schlep down to campaign headquarters or to the Kroger's to watch on some tiny black and white set. I have never seen any program in color, so I'm no Jackie Kennedy. Hell, if you look at me, I'm no Ted Kennedy. I don't wear makeup. I'm like a whisker away from being Amish. Don't expect to see much more of me during the campaign. The only reason I'm addressing you today is because I was able to chew through my restraints. Anyway, Gazagazunt. That's Yiddish for Dr. Judith Steinberg. Over and out. Paid for by the committee to elect John Kerry president. Don't forget, tomorrow it's going to be uh, name some food. Then on Wednesday, name some people. <laughs> and then Thursday, name some dead people. Huh? Oh, that'll really get Mo all bent out of shape. Remember that time we did? A, yeah, I did yeah. a poll on uh, dead people, and he he's doing a show about dead people, and he's getting bigger ratings than I'm getting. And blah 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 blah. Absolutely. See, the good news about it now, Mo, is that everybody's getting bigger ratings than you are, even the test patterns. So you don't have to feel bad. Or don't take it personal, unless you want to. They just all hate you, Mo. That's uh, what it, that's what the deal is. Absolutely. Anyway, which is the best donut? That's a very important poll we're taking right now. When we get to the food stuff, we take it very serial. 169 votes. Krispy Kreme 90. I hate donuts. 29. That's kind of surprising. Huh. Aren't you shocked? Well, how do you hate a donut? I don't know. You just scream at the hole. Dunkin' Donuts, 28. Entenmann's Donuts, 10. Publix Donuts, 5. Velvet Cream, 4. Tim Hortons, 3 votes for Tim Hortons, eh? And Hostess Donuts uh, ain't making a cut yet. Bye, bye, bye! The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Big day, big money, big gift, big deal.